of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Thursday, March the 24th, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank you all for joining us. We don't have anything to talk about today. So before you, everybody files out, just give us a thumbs up, five-star review, wherever you are listening, and subscribe so you can join us in the chat. Scoob is in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? I am in the house. I am in the dark right now. Hold on. I was like, very dim. Very dim. Now I'm now I'm brought into the light. Now I am brought there into is. the light. There he is. <laughs> Who is, is, it, is that KG? Yes, this is an old, very old KG jersey. Pretty good. I got it at a thrift store for uh, like $10. So you got to take it when you get that. No, listen, you couldn't afford not to. Right, right. Uh, at that price. Um... Boy, oh boy, I felt like we should jump right in, but I don't even know. I don't even know where. Like, I, I'll be the thing that has just consumed my mind since I've seen it is this woman doing stand up at the AMC. Oh, man. It's... I had not seen that until you sent that to me, and it's the only thing I've thought about since then. I mean, what? Okay. I think it's terrifying. We have to watch it first, right? Like, we have yes. to. I feel like it's only like to set the scene. This is, yeah, somebody to all hell broke loose at the AMC Burbank. 16 last night and apparently the movie they were in the movie theater and the movie would not play there was Mm -hmm. some kind of delay or something and uh our protagonist took it upon herself to keep the troops morale high um yep yep with a little uh little off the cuff performance uh, I mean, the comment said she works at like the Laugh Factory, so no, she did. De- she definitely had a tight five. Uh, I mean, this this same this seemed like a prepared like just in case but, shit goes south. I've got this bit in the pocket. I was say she shouted out something at the end, but if we're gonna listen, I won't say what she shouted out. It yeah. was the least surprising thing ever. Okay, um, <laughs> right. So I'm gonna press play. It's in the Discord if you wanna uh, hear it. Dude, All right, dude. here we go. These are also cuts, I want to say. Like, somebody did some editing here. Right. Somebody did some editing. Get some chance, some good depression chance going. Emily just walked in at a great time. What a great time to just walk, stumble in here for the first time. And we're watching... Uh, <laughs> She's singing gospel. Somebody in the crowd said, put us out of our misory. Uh-oh. She's still going. Now she's doing physical comedy. Thank you. I'm on Tiffany Pink TikTok. I'm also on 
I'm also a psychic medium on the side. That was the one she said. I'm a psychic medium on the side. I said this all makes sense. <laughs> they could have had her ass sat down. It, as soon as she got up there, somebody would have been like, "Hey, it's five five five, man. Don't be talking crazy on five. She would have been like, "Oh shit, it is five five. It is five fifty five. I gotta sit down. I have to get uh, out of here. I can't be yeah, here almost, right now. It's almost four forty four. Uh, tell her not. Tell her, it's almost six sixty six. She said, the mark of the beast. And she just jumps out the window. Um, she, she said, I, I did this at the Laugh Factory the other day, and they seemed to really like it. I don't think that's true. That didn't I happen. Can, also, I think she did it at the Laugh Factory. I do not think they liked it. <laughs> she was booed off stage was, at the <laughs> Laugh Factory. She was definitely there. Also, I'll say this. If this is just an option now, I think movies should pass out tomatoes. If, Banana peels. Uh, if, if you're, peanut husk, you know what I mean. If you're gonna let someone do this, we should be allowed to throw stuff at. Them. That's like, how this. Like she, somebody put in like the quote tweets. It was like this is like the worst person ever to be like stuck on a plane with, and that would be like I gasp. Like that's my personal hell. Um, if she was just like, oh, we're uh, stowed on the runway, huh? Hello, my baby. Hello, my drop. Like, and I'm like, oh my. I wish the plane would crash. Rather than, uh, I would rather it blows up on the runway with me in it than hear it. Like, what, what word do I need to scream to get us <laughs> all? Is it fi fire? It's a fire. Like, I'll scream, I'll take whatever felonious charges. Um, yeah, theaters are dying, brother. I mean, what, what, what is this? What, she should have been hooked off like uh, the uh, Showtime at the Apollo. What, what movie do we think they were seeing? Like, well, mm. It had to be one worth it because I read that it, this was like a this was a lot like of people stay. That's very true. Early screenings for something. So the, oh, and it, it was like a listers apparently. Like you had to be like signed up to get in here. So, okay, uh, so I mean, listen, she was just at the Laugh Factory. So that I mean, the the a lister right. thing tracks. Um, <sighs> I got if you were say you were in there, you Sex J scored an invite. Okay. How long would this have to go on before you would leave? I mean, I don't know if I would leave. I, I think I'd say something first. I think I'd be like, hey. <laughs> what would you? Hey, ma'am. Shut the ma fuck up down there. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> shut that trap. I'd be like. <laughs> Everybody stand. I, I would do my own rival bit up at the top of the now movie you're, theater. And now you're fighting for the crowd. Oh, uh, I think uh, this feels like a. Like the longer you let her go on, they're they're waiting for someone to save them. Right. Like that lady like, you know in the you, crowd yeah. being like, put us out of our misery. Everyone else <laughs> was like, Oh, thank God someone said it. Like Yeah, please. Oh, somebody's Morbius, maybe. The uh was it the Jared Leto movie, perhaps? Dude, I maybe a little Morbius action. If this happened at a screening for Morbius, I would know <laughs> that I was in hell. Like I would know for sure. Listen, this is this is one hundred percent. My she was talking about how she joined like a black gospel choir. I was like, oh boy, she got she got she's trying to work the crowd. Uh, <laughs> she said, I didn't know it could be a racist Asian. She said, when I start singing gospel, the white people normally look why uh, normally look confused. And what the that was the the second lead she buried. She can actually sing. Yeah, the opera, the a opera good, wasn't like a nice thing. I mean, what if she said it was like, hey, uh, you mind if I sing a song? Uh, 
And then I would have been in the back like, yes, we do mine. Um, <laughs> but she was like, uh, this, <laughs> this one's called the song Elliot sung for 10 minutes in euphoria um, and the one and the two. And, the, and she would just sing that for like 20 minutes. But there were cuts. I have no idea. Right. How, like, how long do we think this went on? I mean, I was in a movie once where this kind of happened and we had to wait and it took 30 minutes. So like she worked a 30 minute set, I think like she. Had wait, so what did you guys how did you guys buy at the time? Did anybody y'all get some categories going well, or what? We just sat in the dark because it was like a storm outside. So it was just oh, yeah. dark in there. So we were just like, oh, I hope we don't die. Yeah, listen, I if I was sitting in that storm or sitting in here, I'd be like, I wish I would die. Oh, for sure. Like she, once she started, like she started going up in the rows. She's doing like the animal actions, and I saw this. This is exactly why I, somebody in the chat. I'm not gonna say who, mostly because I don't remember. Was like, is she single? I said, you're the problem here, sir. That's the yeah. You're the problem here, and also the literally the first thing she said was, "I'm a single mom." So yes, to answer your question, um, you're the problem because as soon as she get escorted out, this slick ass bastard. It's going to be like, I got to go get some popcorn. <laughs> I got to see if she's you know, all right. Yeah, I got to go get some pop. Man, uh, that opera stuff, man. You uh, you sing opera often? And she's like, actually, I do. Um, I would love to man, hear he's more. He's in there. Yeah, he's like, would you would you mind? Um, he's like, I'm, I'm just joined TikTok. <laughs> do you know any cool content creators I could follow? And she was like, me uh, apparently she was on a podcast and she did a seance with um some f- famous people i think like neil okay. brennan i think he was on chappelle show right Neil, yeah he was like the other half of chappelle yeah show. so i think she she did a seance on a podcast with him it was in the it's in the replies of the tweet somewhere that's very scary uh ldc is in the theater this old man, the movie was delayed. Somebody tried being funny, and my dad roasted him, and the dude left the theater. That's the, like, your dad's a hero, LD. Yeah. I want to shake his hand. I'm going to shake his hand. Yeah, you can't. I'm going to shake LD's in his hand. You can't let um, this fly in front of you. You can't, You have to put a foot down. Yeah, because he's like, damn. Like, young LD would be like, man, my dad is a hoe, bro. Right? We should not be enduring this. And he said, I'll, t- I'll take care of this, Junior. Hey! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Throw some bunch of crunch at her, yeah. hits her in the forehead. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the? Yeah, just I feel like a handful of popcorn. Like we all could have. There's no reason this could have happened. I, I, it, it took all of us. This is like somebody like she. She held this room hostage, but she didn't have a weapon. She have a gun. She didn't have an axe. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't have an axe. She she had an act. Uh, that's right. That's all she had. That's all she had. She took this entire room hostage and they let it happen i wonder this, I know, this i know nobody for real is on that uh let's she, roll brother i would have stopped 9-11 brother she must have started strong you know they let her go because she started I know, strong she, i don't think so don't i think, think she's so? i'll say, like she's i think she was definitely very prepared for it. maybe she did have a because she's i mean like the voice she projects she was very ready for this right right um but even then that's that's even more like if she stood up and be like, "Hey, waiting for this movie," <laughs> and everybody was like, "We're doing it right now," and then she just sat down and went out on top. Right. But instead, yeah, this is it's it's, it's tyranny. Uh, <laughs> as Risky says in the chat, 
Ooh, Grum got her ass. So she didn't have an axe. How she butchered that performance. I think Ooh. it should go. Everybody in the crowd should stand up and get the roaster for this terrible act. Right. I remember one time, me and my friends, we were seeing, we were seeing. Um, I think it was, oh, what was it, Sherlock Holmes with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sure. And like the movie stunk, so we were talking a lot, and some <laughs> some guy behind us was like, "Hey, could you guys up there be quiet?" And my friend. My friend turns around and he goes, Hey, Baldy, why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> well, I mean, what did Baldy do? Don't leave me in suspense, he, man. He just kind of sat like this the rest of the movie. <laughs> he shut the, I bet he, he took E. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes all these take is just one, one brave soul. She's like, Would you like to hear a song? And somebody's like, yeah, it's called Sit Down. Um, <laughs> sometimes that's all it takes, right? Um, but she got up and nobody nobody tested her metal. And she was like, I can hijack this entire plane. She's like, I hope the movie doesn't start ever. I hope it never starts. But then, Do we, people, is she behind this? Do we think like... Uh, what if the people for the next movie come in and she just waits and she's like, oh yeah, this one's not working. You guys gotta, yeah. I got a set for you though. <laughs> No, I think she she just intentionally found like the, the the like slow theater day. Like if it's for a screening, the other ones are probably closed out. If this is for a screening, how the movie not work the day of the screening? This right. is you, you see what I'm saying? I'm I, something don't smell right to me. I think she you know chewed through the wires, uh, and was like, "This will get me like a tight 15. Yes, yes. I, I mean, I think they should start. They should employ people to perform that are actually good at it in case this happens. You know, they just sit oh, the front. I, listen, you know who would be like just any retired comedian, dude. Right, right. Any like you could have like man or woman, old or like you you could have some range. But like, hey, man, we got a, a white woman in her twenties in there. Uh, Cheryl, can you go take care of that? And Cheryl just walking with some popcorn and a little kid, like she's just part of the show. Yes. Uh, but we, she doesn't know that she, it's actually uh, Roseanne Barr. And Cheryl just, just roast her ass. I think this is how we stop uh, comedy sets at movie theaters. A known rising problem. <laughs> Dane says, somebody did this to me in a theater almost exactly a month ago. Dude. What? How, was it this woman, Dane? Where does someone get... Dane's like it was her. Uh, <laughs> she did the thing. Where where you live at, Dane? Like we you we need more details, baby. I need any details. Um, call the pounce. How does someone get the confidence to just stand up and be like, "All right, this is my room now. I, this is what Listen, we're here for now." That that's how you know it's the stand like the whole stand up that you can't be afraid to fail. And this woman is definitely not. That's true. Much much to our detriment, <laughs> she's not afraid to fail. <laughs> to everyone um, in the theater's detriment. Yeah, <laughs> we do a True Withers uh, live show from Theater 8. LD stands up to heckle one time. I just fire one shot in the air. And I'm like, does anybody else want to be funny? Anybody Anybody else got any jokes? Rosebud, you feeling funny, my guy? Do you think there was an employee who was, like, standing by, like, ready to, like, step in or like how what's I, they the don't, protocol the, here the employee standing by was probably like some 16 year old kid is like i don't care if she burns this building down that's true that's you true. know what i mean it's like I'll, i'm here 
to stay. I'm here to watch this movie for the eighth straight time and sweep up the popcorn at the end. Mm-hmm. I get off at 1030 p.m. Whether she's still here or not, I walk out that door at 1030 p.m. Uh, I mean, listen, if I worked there, I'd love to be in this. I'd be like, man, y'all not going to believe what happened. Uh, Handcuff, handcuffs herself to a chair so she can finish the set. Oh, that's that's when I'm out. I say, how many minutes? Once she does that, I'll, I'll see this movie tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> she, 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 she pulls out the handcuff, handcuffs herself to a railing, says, it's time to get political now. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. We won't go. Hell no. We won't. And literally nobody starts it. Um. Yeah, like Spliffy has a good question. Like, what happened after this? She was, she was leaving. She wasn't being escorted out per se, but I can't imagine. Like, some, when you get the spotlight, like you don't relinquish it. You know what I mean? Right, right. You don't get. Oh, I've had enough of. I've had enough of all eyes on me. Um, she was probably waiting for the show. The, the movie starts, and then she comes back in cover of darkness. You know. Ah, uh, maybe maybe she was the opener. <laughs> Somebody else comes in. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all give it up. Y'all give it up for uh, uh, y'all give it up for uh, uh, crazy bitch Jones. Um, y'all give it up for uh, seat G twelve. Uh, <laughs> great set tonight, G twelve. Happy to have you. Just scattered apart. <laughs> um, so here we got a guy. He's uh, he loves movies. Loves movies. Um. Wait, Dane says he did a Dimitri Martin style puppet show. Yo, Dane, what? Wait, he had the. I was living. Puppets? Okay, Don DeTu show theater live in Miami. It was delayed. Guy stands in front of the screen with a life sized Kanye West cardboard cutout. The man proceeds to do a Dimitri Martin. Who's Dimitri Martin style puppet show? It um, was horrendous. It got to be some. Does Kanye take phones? There got to be some footage of this, unless he's like a take phone guy. He seems like he might be a take. This phone is guy. Dimitri Martin. It looks like Eric Spolstra. That's exactly. This is like uh, Eric Spolstra with uh, Jimmy Carter's hair. <laughs> and he's a this. This man is a comedian. Yeah, he's a comedian, actor, director, cartoonist, and musician. So I think he does like music and like he does like. That's what that woman do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to be. She's she jack of all. <laughs> A Jill of all trades. Uh, is he funny? Dimitri Martin? Um, yeah. I don't remember. I don't. I, I think I've watched his stuff. I don't remember if he's really funny. I think he's like one of those like deadpan comedians, you know? Mm. So, I don't know. You know who's funny? Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, man. Dude. <laughs> I, I did the laugh. Good, the good old days. I laughed um, one time. I will admit it. I what, did. What, what was the... We, we, <laughs> I watched the... I, and I can remember... I wrote it down. It's like the exact joke I went out on. Um, the LOL joke. Did you make it that far? Oh, he was like, my grandmother got a text. And she said, uh, going to the store, law. And I said, what is law? How do you spell it? She said, L-O-L. I said, Foxworth, this would have been out of date 15 years ago, man. Okay, but, and you turned it off before the punchline then. I might have. Because the punchline of that was his mom. What was the punchline? His mom texted him a couple days after that. About the ketchup. About the ketchup. And it was like, I need ketchup from the store. So she texted him, I-N-K. 
FTS from yeah. yeah. Um, okay, okay. I, it I, was yes, no. It definitely redeemed it. It was very funny. I hate um, to admit it. That was that, that was when I laughed. I laughed. Oh, at, brother! I laughed at that one. So when you turned oh. it off, was when I laughed. <laughs> I, nah, you and Foxworthy canceled. Um, Dude, it was like it was like the worst jokes. It was just like it was. Dude, like legit, the very first joke was like uh, COVID nineteen. How about that? Been wearing a mask lately. Wearing a mask, uh, my breath stinks. And that was the joke. He's like, anyways, I love my wife. Love my wife. Um, <laughs> could not. I could not love my wife anymore. Um, but she talks a lot. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I, I, I just I just flew in from Vegas yesterday. Vegas, you guys been to Vegas? Yeah, yeah, we've been, been to Vegas. Vegas. Oh, yeah, Elvis Presley up there. Uh, um, it was. I was just remember. I was like, oh, Jeff. It was really oh, bad. Jeff. It was tough, man. Even but it, the thing was, even the crowd was not laughing at. I was like, they normally oh. take like the best ones, right? Like the right, best city, right. your wherever your hometown, wherever the jokes was hitting the most. And the crowd, I feel like I just heard like consistent, like, huh. yeah, no, like, yeah, it was. And, and, I mean, and it was a lot of dad jokes, dad humor, and a lot of the crowd was just like, oh, like they're just like groaning. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, again, there's dad humor, but again, the stuff like the LOL, uh, the participation trophy, it's like, dude, this stuff was, this stuff was old 10 years ago, man. You could have right. got this in 2012. Uh, Nita says, was Jeff ever funny? It's one of those, like, I felt like funny or not, the boy hit a home run with the, you might be a redneck stuff. There's no, there's no way around. He struck gold, um, with that. And I I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. He hosted, are you smarter than a fifth grader? That's gotta be something, Nisus. That's something to consider. Um. Do people can say they did that. (laughs) <laughs> one i think one um also did not know jeff foxworth is the son of an ibm executive and his first job was working for that ibm executive wait i didn't know that really he's from he's from atlanta which i, I did know that i didn't know he i feel like i've seen him in like either at a braves game or in a braves head like he's one of like the celebrity braves fans i feel like i've seen and yeah, like super religious. Yeah, he attended Georgia Tech. Uh, notoriously easy to get into Georgia Tech. Um, but left before graduating. He worked five years in mainframe computer maintenance at IBM, where his father also worked. At the urging of IBM co-workers, Foxworthy entered and won the Great Southeastern Laugh off of Atlanta's Punchline Comedy Club in 1984. It must have been some staunch competition. That's why they wrote that book, 1984. They saw Jeff win the comedy. Oh, and well. They were like, yeah. <laughs> the world is a, a gray place now. Orwell said, Big Brother must do something. <laughs> um, Jeff Files, he does like a reliever from like, Jeff Files where they had six wins, seven losses, and uh, 14 blown saves. He's just down on his luck. Um, right, he starts wearing his hat backwards because he wants to <laughs> ignite a fire within himself and it's not working. <laughs> But yeah, like again, I it is what it, like Larry the Cable Guy ain't exactly Mister Middle Eastern either. But uh, yeah, now Jeff I, I used to just work on mainframe computers with his old man. Mm-hmm. Dropped out of Georgia Tech, uh, and it doesn't seem like it wasn't cutting it. it. Feels like uh, I can do this anyway. I don't need a degree for this. 
His dad's name is Jimmy Abstance Foxworthy. Listen, that is you talk about blue collar. That is that's a good name, Abstance. It is pretty good, Abstance. Um, and then he has what has three three children. That's a great bit. That's a really good bit. I, my daddy's name is Abstance. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I played all the sports growing up. I played baseball. I played football. That was his bit. That, that was like that I, was people think I'm making this up. Bit. Like these he, are the jokes. That and um, that was literally the delivery. He was like, you know, he was like, you know, back in my day, my parents didn't think I was good at anything, so they signed me up for everything. And then that that was the joke. And that was it. You like some flies buzzing. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was tough, man. Because even then I was like, I don't going it was like I don't dislike Jeff Foxworthy. I don't really feel a way. Uh but I was like, this is tough to watch, man. I don't think he's a bad guy, right? Like this is this is tough to watch. Well, I, um, now I, I think he probably is a bad guy. Now he might be. Here we go. Here we go. He's got political a- positions. Oh no, religious link. Oh boy. He uh he endorsed presidential candidate Mitt Romney. I bet he did. Um, you might be a Republican. He emphasizes the Bible as a guide for his everyday life, including what to do with his income. <laughs> said that of English descent says his grandpa was a firefighter in Georgia. So he's got some, the boy's got some heritage. Um, and I'm going to, I would love to know, like, I don't, I think he hasn't done like a, a, a standup in a while. And I know most standups say like when they haven't done one in a while, it's like, Hey, you got to get back on the road and mm-hmm. workshop your material and all that. Doesn't, I, I'm not sure he did like he, he, this was the material he put on the road and made the cut. Right. Um, it, but I'm sure, I, I'm sure Netflix handed him like, $30 million. Uh, we'll probably get two more of these. Yeah, so, his last special was from 2016. So he, yeah, he's back. Um, we've talked about this longer than anyone's going to watch it. Somebody in here is going to watch it, the whole thing, and be like, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, no, um, no. Someone will come in here tomorrow and they'll be like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It was the funniest no, you know, stand-up I saw. It won't be, I'm going to check like the comment in a couple of days and it'll be like on the video. Bad take, guys. Foxworthy's the goaded. You guys are woated. Yeah, thumbs down. They'll say if he's so bad, how's he sold so much albums and made yeah, so much money? Take that, you boys would love to. You you'd love to wear a mustache like the fox man. Um. Anyways, what else happened? Oh, uh, I want <laughs> you show me Zach Granke's a uh, biggest fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, that guy had a, a fit and a half on. I mean, this might be someone from chat. Um, <laughs> this is definitely risky. Uh, so Zach Gronke making his first start of the spring in less than an hour. A fan approached and asked for an autograph as Zach left the bullpen. Zach said he would, but only if he could take the fan's picture. And Reed from Cali agreed to the terms. Zach pulled out his phone. Hashtag Royals. Sheesh, that boy got it on. Ooh, so for the people the listener I'm describing from top to bottom he is on a black flat bill fitted cap with a green what appears to be a marijuana leaf on it um oh yeah he's got black shades he's a white guy with a really long beard um and he's got a a track suit matching 
jacket and pants. It says ramen noodles at the top, but the flavor where it normally says, you know, chicken or beef, his says weed. And it's a picture of what I believe is to be weed. Yes. Um, I think that's what weed looks like. I've never seen it. So I think that's what weed looks like. Uh, it's on his shirt and his pants, man. I mean, he's got the, the boy top Reed's got it on. The boy Reed's got it on. Like I, look look, at the, the people in the chat are seeing it now. It's rolling in. Look they at the said, shoes. <laughs> what? Oh man! What? Uh, thought those were some phone pauses. Uh, those are some like what? I think those are. Those are like the <laughs> what are those like the meteorology ones or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> the galaxy phones. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's friend of the show, uh, Spencer Hall. Man, Spencer got <laughs> that shit on. Where do you even? This has had to be uh, custom fit, and I need. I've, I know. Can we zoom in and see what it says on like the shoulder? Like I know it says like zero calories or whatever, but he's gonna say like zero mid or something. I mean, no, it says zero grams trans fat. <laughs> mm, zero shake. Um, but yeah, no, they said you, they said it's you, sex Jay. Would this, you like to address these allegations? Look, look, my beard, my my goatee, not as long as his. Yeah, you just trimmed it, I believe. Yes. Mm, you add. I mean, I just got. My sunglasses, I lost them at the game yesterday. So, mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'd be wearing them today. Yeah, Granky hits you up. He's like, I got your glasses, dude. Um, yeah, now listen, I mean, if it's a fit, I have to call them like I see them. You got to admit when um, a man gets a fit off. But I think you, this is like something you can buy on like Instagram. Like, this is an Instagram. Oh, you could definitely get this off like Etsy. Yeah. Uh, $42 shipped to your door, pants and, uh, and coat. Uh, I think yeah, I think this guy wants us to know he smokes the weed, man. If I didn't, like if I didn't, I'm not the smartest man in the world. Plot but what? Twist, uh, what, what, what if what's he, he does Ah, uh, what if it, What if he's really a cop? That's oh, oh. I was like, oh, look at this guy, man, Mister Good Vibes, and he's like, yeah, man, you guys know where to get any of that that sweet, sweet reefer, man. Um, oh man, this. Is and then he zips it down. And he's like, book him. And he's just he, he's a police under there. He's a police. He were he. This is Houston Vice. Maybe it's H Town. This is H Town. Officer H Town. I haven't seen Hard Hitter in here today. Oh my god! Because Zach Greinke, former Houston player, H Town. He's got a vendetta with him. It's hard. It's Hard Hitter. He's undercover in Kansas City. You slide boots. Oh my god! We just caught him. We caught Show him. Us Hold a picture of yourself right now, uh, holding up today's newspaper hard hitter, or else you you <laughs> you'll be tried on the Zach Grinky superfan allegation. We caught him green thumbed. We <laughs> we caught him dust fingered. <laughs> um, hard hitting. If you what does that zoom in a little bit there? What's it say under the zero? It said, um, "I am H Town Hard." What? I am H Town Hard Hitter from the TW Show Trap. Are you kidding me? It literally says that. It says C H Town Hard Hit a Twitter account to see this is me. Wow. Wow. This <laughs> look hard hitter not uh not defending himself. Uh yeah, and they said baseball was boring. Not as long as uh doobie brother hard hitters is on the scene. Uh yeah, he's hard hitting them blunts all right unbelievable <laughs> yeah he's laying down the <laughs> blunt sign 
<laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, speaking of baseball, Jack Peterson. Just calling some teams out. Big fan of Jack Peterson, uh, world champion, um, pearl wearer, um, billionaire hater. Mm-hmm. Jack, I don't even know who he's talking Is he even talking to a specific team or does it even matter? Um, I think he's just in saying in general. I think it's just in general. In general, yeah. So Jack Peterson, what was this this morning, last night? Um, this was yesterday, um, at noon. So okay, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, William has a great point. We've got to we got to make remake a uh, hard hitter when the show MLB the show comes out. <laughs> Full ramen suit. I'm gonna give him like the uh, I don't know, Carlos Delgado batting stance or something. Um, Jack Peterson says embarrassed. For your fan base be better if you can't sell your team that's somebody that wants to show the fan base and baseball they're at least trying to compete sorry unacceptable and there's a screenshot it says 2022 top payroll the top three teams the dodgers uh are spending over 270 million the mets 249 and the yankees 235 which is wild because if i'm not mistaken only the dodgers are good there right no, the Mets should be good. Oh, so the Mets like are projected from the signings yeah, they made. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and then the bottom three: the Guardians, thirty-five million; Pirates, thirty-five million; Orioles, thirty million. That's one of those like I. If you're getting mad, historically it's been like, yeah, get mad at the Yank, get mad at the guys spending the money because these guys at the bottom can't. And I feel like that's just been proven false, like over and over again. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm pretty sure someone in the replies said that two of the teams... Oh, yeah, yeah. The owners of the Guardians, Pirates, and Orioles are all billionaires, and two of them inherited their money. So, Right. That's that's another thing. Like, uh, a lot of these... Like, these are businesses that are, like, passed down. They're inherited, and they don't want to spend... The, like, it's literally the family business. Mm-hmm. And it's like the teams that are spending, it's like we got money from something else. That's why we bought the Dodgers. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, I'm trying to find, there was a, I think I sent a link to the tweet in the Discord. It was under this. Somebody's basically talking about how the Braves had to release their books. Oh, it's this um, one, right? Let's see. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, if you go one. to the very top of that, please. Um, so this is from Aaron Gleeman. Um, he has a check mark, so I mean, I mean, he's got a check mark, but his picture is Tommy Lee Jones. So is this guy Tommy Lee Jones? Ooh, know. is this guy Drill? Um, interesting. Uh, no, it says as the only MLB team that must open its books, which I was like, why? Why is that a thing? The Atlanta Braves financial info is eye opening. You zoom in a little bit there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go. Perfect. Thanks. Said so last season, despite some attendance restrictions. The Braves reported $568 million in revenue and $104 million in profit. MLB teams are making huge money. Surprise, surprise. Next tweet says, see, not so long ago, MLB, yeah, this is the one. MLB executive, team executives would often say they were committed to spending around 50% of revenues on payroll. But recently, they've mostly stopped saying that because revenues have spiked so high, it's obvious very few teams are spending anywhere near 50% on payroll. MLB's other 29 teams aren't forced to open their books, which is how they can publicly claim to not make huge profits. Forbes estimates team revenues each year. For example, 
Minnesota Twins estimated revenue was $297 million in 2019. That number will be even higher in 2022. Keep going. It's a couple, it's not too much longer. Like I say, even if the MLBs weren't making huge annual profits, clearly not the case. Team values rise every year. So not only do the owners make millions in profits each season, when they decide to sell the team, they often make hundreds of millions more than what they paid for it. And this is the one, like this is the first one I saw, which led me up to the rest of the thread. Said MLB teams now receive each, each receive at least $100 million every season just from TV deals. That's revenue before a pitch is thrown. And that's the minimum TV money. Some teams will get several times more than that just from TV. Keep that in mind when you see payrolls under $100 million. And that's the last one I wanted to see. If you go back to the uh, the Jock Peterson one. Uh, yeah. Because they're getting, if every team is getting $100 million, again, before a pitch is thrown, before uh, you get any soda or parking revenue, and it's three teams here with payrolls under $35 million. That's and pathetic. It, it, it is pathetic. And I'm glad the jock man is calling it out. So I listen, if you don't, I think that's the part I really don't get. Like if you're the Pirates, Orioles, what if you're one of these owner groups or whatever right now, it's like, hey, well, we don't make any money. Why are you in this business? Because like, like the thread said, you can clearly sell for a lot more than you paid for it. No matter when you got in, you if you sold right now, you would make the two to ten times more. Mm-hmm. Why are you still here? Like, we, we, and winning teams make money. Like you don't, you make more money from winning than losing. I'm pretty sure. Right. Like it. It just seems like at the very least, if yeah, it, it's exactly like Riverside. If these teams like they don't want to open their books, if they losing money year after year after year, like they say they are, they wouldn't be in this business. Period. Mm-hmm. That's not how they got here. Um, nepotism. That's how they got here. But it would just like if you're getting a hundred million off the top, even if you're like, hey, we're pocketing everything over that one hundred million. But at the very, we'll put the TV money back and we'll keep the parking, we'll keep the gate, we'll keep the food, we'll keep the everything else. But we'll put that, and even then they're like, or, or we could do neither. And we could just spend $30 million. And why wouldn't we? Because people are still going to root for it. What are they going to do? Not root for it? (laughs) Right. It's preposterous. It just feels like if you're getting a hundred million TV revenue <clears throat> off rip, shouldn't you be like required to at least have your payroll be half of that? I yeah, would say. that should be. Yeah, as as it's like okay, as stipulation for you getting it, like it's there for everybody to get, but your payroll has to be. I don't know if they want to like you got to spend be spending like seventy million of that seventy whatever number you want to set, mm-hmm. even fifty, but. I think the thing with that, whatever number, like minimum wage, whatever number you set it at, they will go literally as low as they can. Like if you say, hey, you got to spend at least 40% of this, they will spend $40 million and not one more. Um, yeah. And so it's like, so it, more money would go into it, but it wouldn't change. Like their thought process is still poor. Honestly, it's just a poor thought process. And what do you know? The Orioles aren't good. Pirates weren't good for 30 years. I think they kind of got unhorrible and now I think they might be horrible again. Yeah, they're Cleveland, just young. 
Yeah, Cleveland. I know Cleveland had a run a couple years ago. I don't know if they still have those young guys. I think they're kind of starting to get paid. Like those guys are either getting paid or trade and or traded. Yeah. So I don't know how good they're gonna be. I think they're trading off the guys that are due to get paid. Like I'm pretty sure Lindor was on that team. Yeah, he was on the uh, shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's the um, Mets, and I think can't remember. Well, the God, I mean, you can't. Was. He probably wanted more than the whole payroll. Oh yeah, he's making they, thirty-two million. So that's yeah. almost the whole payroll. And again, if you're like the old billionaire mind, you're like, I can't give this guy more than my whole team. And it's like, yeah, dummy, give your team more like that. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know. It, and it's, it's it's nothing new, of course. But just this, I didn't know the hundred million thing at all. It doesn't surprise me because, again, that's just how like TV revenues work. Like that's that's the point of them. But a hundred off the top and even again, like the Braves, I don't know where the Braves are in payroll somewhere in the middle. The Braves uh, signing people for minimum wage. Yeah. And they're the only team that kind of released the books. You can imagine what these other teams is saying. Like, I just don't believe any, I don't think any professional team now is ter- legit turning a loss. No. And again, just with the way you can cook books, there's ways you can put five years of losses on one. So it's like, hey, bad year. And then have four years of, like, it's just so many ways you can make it look any way you want to. And they still choose to make it look poor. And I mean, if you are turning a loss, you're, that's on you. Like, it's not, uh, it's right. not, you're in the minority. Like, okay. Yeah, well, even then, you're not, and nothing will happen. Because again, if all, if this is really a business and all these teams were turning the loss that they said, then it'd be like, a, hey, man, forget these guys. Like, hey, the Pirates, or they're, they're bad for business. We're right. losing money because of them. Um, it's not the case. They're all making hand over fist. Uh, yeah, the pirate, like Luis says, pirates had three all star caliber outfielders and just decided to trade them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of, was that like the Andrew McCutcheon or like even after that? Because I, I remember think McCutcheon. It was McCutcheon. McC- yeah, because they, like, it was like the pirate, they're young, they're good, they were cool, and then they were the pirates again. And yet the pirates, um, I, I know Brian Reynolds, who's like their best, one of their best players, like he's an arbitration. Yeah, and he put in. I think he put in like four point nine million, and the the pirates came back and said, "Well, we'll give you four point two. <laughs> so that's that's what the pirates are doing to their best player on an already broke team. Yeah, pinching pin because I I was gonna say they know they're not gonna pay him long term anyway, and it's like they don't want to pay these guys. They don't want to pay him as minor leaguers. Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay him before they hit arbitration. They don't want to pay him in arbitration and they don't want to pay him as free agents. Right. Because they say they don't have the money, which is just being, unless the Braves are the one franchise somehow, they're the one team that somehow has to release their books, but they're also the only one turning a profit. Hmm. Uh, it's crazy how that works. So yeah, Gar- I remember, yeah, Garrett Cole, the pitch was like really good, a dispute over 10 K. You, you just can't do it. You can't do it. Uh, 10K Marlins and Jeter. Yeah. It's literally life or death. Uh, they traded Yellick, Ozuna, and Stanton for Lennon. And, and again, like, that's the, like, it's been, it's been the game better or worse for as long as it's been the game, right? You get the guys for six years. If you're not going to pay them, then you trade them, like, for prospects. How do you keep trading for all these prospects? Like, and you're still not good. Like, it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. You're trading Stanton and Yellick like MVP caliber guys. Uh, are you just whiffing on that? Are you getting these? But even if you get those guys, run them six years and then trade them again, 
that would make more sense than just like we're not going to pay anybody ever. Yeah, and there's like a huge. I, I, I just don't get it. There's a huge difference between like having like um good prospects and a good farm and building like that way, which they would say is like, oh, we're building the right way. It takes time. Blah blah blah. Right. But like, look at the Rays. Like, they don't spend money. They build the right way and they win. Like, you're, they, right. They they have that at the very least. They're like, hey, we're gonna we have this window to win. Right, when these right. guys get expensive. That's when the window resets. But they've also shown over what, like, uh, close to a decade, probably over. Give me the can you uh, the Rays like just their record history? I feel like yeah. they've been like average, above average to good. So it's like, hey, we're not gonna pay, but we've shown we can scout. Um, let's see. So yeah, hundred wins this year. Uh, last year, lost in the World Series, 96 before that, 90, 80, 68, 80, 70. Yeah, so like over the last decade or so, and even longer, they've shown to be a competent organization. Mm-hmm. Haven't won it all, but God forbid, God forbid that you keep scouting all these guys. It's like, man, what if we kept some of them and then kept scouting the other good guys? Wouldn't that be whew, right? Wouldn't that be something? Um, and I was like, no, thanks, thanks for the memories, my man. Um. Oh, you want? Thanks, Rand- you want yeah, thanks, Randy at Rose Arena. Uh, ten grand. We're good. We're good. Yeah, no, we. Ooh, ooh. Um, can't afford it. Can't afford it. Love it. Love it. But yeah, so, no. The rest of the cheap owners, Jacob, Jacob Gerald's right. The rest of the cheap owners must hate the Rays because the Rays like oh, r- really hold a fire to them. Like, hey, we aren't. We're not spending money and we're winning. What's wrong with you guys? And he, yeah, and nobody. I don't know. Nobody cares. Like, I don't want to say it's like money ball, but I feel like they've done like a similar thing. Like they know what exactly they are looking for. And they've clearly figured it out. Like with sustained mm-hmm. success over a long period, it's going to take a World Series win for them to get any kind of like that's just how it goes. Um, and it, maybe they do it like again, last three years, ALDS, Lawson World Series, ALDS. So. That's the first time over this period we're looking at that they've made the playoffs three straight years. And I imagine they're projected to be pretty good going into this year, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, in, in, like in around, like, win the division or car. So, I don't Yeah, money – I'm with Joe there. Moneyball is definitely propaganda. Like, they tried to make it cute. That it's like, yeah, no, these guys don't spend – spending money is actually – it's kind of like cheating. Um, this is Peter. We're looking at Peter Angelos. This is the owner of the Orioles, I believe. Yes, he's a yeah. a lawyer. It's a... oh okay. Let's ninety two. Yeah, I mean, he, I'm sure he, he he probably won the Orioles in a law settlement in like 1944. And it didn't pay a dime for him. He uh he won a case for a guy and was like, hey man, you really yeah you settled my divorce proceeding, man. I want you to have the Baltimore Orioles, brother. Uh, he was like, I guess. I mean, he made $330 million from one case. That's what he got. What? As a lawyer? Damn. That was his was thing. Who did he sue the moon? What did he, like, what? He, um... Jesus Christ. Uh, it, he represented 8,700 workers <clears throat> in an oh, asbestos poisoning asbe- suit. Oh, boy. And then... In 1990. That was $330 Look up... Give me a translation. I need to know how much 330 yeah. million was in 1992. That's uh, 700 million? 700 billion? Um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, what's the translator? 
Um, so three hundred sixty. So about about doubled. About literally just about doubled. Doubled. Cool. Jeez. So he got them six hundred sixty mid, which as best. Nah, that was. He would have had to be an idiot to lose that suit, but still. And then he's he, like, I'm gonna buy the Orioles. He got paid hundred fifty million here, and then he got paid. Uh, that that's a a different hundred fifty. A different hundred fifty. Why we not? Let's be lawyers. Let's be shady lawyers. Uh, now we know why Jam is becoming a lawyer. Mm, look, Jam already trying to uh, start this. Y'all know fire is not real. <laughs> so when Jam just starts defending like all these celebrity arson or yep. celebrity people accused of arson, Jam is the arson, celebrity arson lawyer. Uh, yeah. So where did he he beat the Orioles in court and won them? Uh, so 1993. When was that first case? Oh, so one year 92. after. He took okay. he took his asbestos money. Yep. So one year <laughs> after he gets three hundred thirty million for the asbestos money, he contributed forty million to be the principal investor to buy the Orioles. Wow. With Tom Clancy. Wait, wow. Phil- Barry Levinson. It's Sam Levinson's dad. No, sh- no. Holy shit! It is. That's his dad. I'm pretty sure. And Tom Clancy, like Cloud, uh. The author. Yeah, Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy. Rainbow Six. Rainbow S- what a group. Wow, dude, that's crazy. Dude, what if uh-huh. what if Sam Levison just owned the Orioles? And he's just like, I think we should, guys, everybody should play naked. You're like, what? You're like, no, what, no? Who no. said that? That's stupid. Stop, no, let's do it. I didn't say that. That's stupid. I was just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so it says here that they, they sold the team to... His group for $173 million. That's half of what he made. Bro, that's pennies on. He could have bought this shit cash. <laughs> Bro, come on. He's the chairman of the board and chief executive officer for $40 million. And he, dude, he bought the team for 10 more than he spends on it a year. That's. That's crazy. I don't know. That's. This shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> I don't know how you negotiate or legislate it out, but after a while, like, okay, give me the Orioles' uh, season history, please, because I know they ain't been good, like, consistently good since uh, Adam Jones. Uh, Let's see, what do they have for playoffs? Okay, so they made the wild card game in 2016 and lost. They were swept two years before that. And lost three years before that. Since then, they have not been over 500. Nope. And in the years before that, a, oh God, they didn't make the playoffs from 1998 to 2012. That's, I firmly believe in any sport, if you go that far along without making the playoffs, you're do, like, you're doing it on purpose. Right, right. You're doing it on purpose. Like, you are intentionally, like, either cutting the call. Cutting the cost or saying winning is not the priority mm-hmm. because you will accident. It's baseball, dude. Right. You can accident. You can luck into a walk. Luck into a home run. Um, no, but if you're like you're doing it that long, that's intent, and that's where it's like, bro. If you if y'all ain't made the playoffs in ten seasons, y'all got to sell a percentage. Something got to go mm-hmm. um, because you're clearly not trying. 
So and then their attendance just dwindles and dwindles, and then they'll be like, "Oh, well, we got no attendance." It's just like, yeah, because you guys haven't fucking won you don't care about yeah since nineteen ninety two. Like also, uh, look up the Orioles Stadium because I know I feel like it's they uh, it's still Camden Yards, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, right? Oh no, it's Orioles Stadium. Oh no, Oriole Park, no, at Oriole, Oriole, Park Yards. Oriole Park at Kid. Yeah, when, yeah. Did, when did that open? Because I feel like it's one of those like old and like I don't know how much renovations and when was the last renovations they did to this. It, it was completed in 1992. Uh reno- to repl- okay. When's the last time it was renovated? Uh 20 10 uh, years. Bro, uh, dude, uh, come no, on, man. Oh no, they changed the field dimensions January this year. Very cool. Uh um, if I'm a like if I'm a player that like I was asking like in terms of like they're trying to like lure players it's like hey you want to come play in this old stadium that we haven't renovated in ten years it's like we changed the field you want to hit this old warehouse you want to look at this old warehouse um, Chat's saying Camden is saying Camden's fire is it really it's really nice news I gotta say I haven't heard bad things about it but I've never heard good things about it um, yeah, okay I, well I, hey listen I stand corrected. Um, I guess Deshaun Watson has a second grand jury now in a different place in Texas. Ooh, that's nasty. Um, notable, bro. They ain't had a notable game since Cal Ripken was out there. Uh, Cal Ripken couldn't tie his shoes, and it was like, well, maybe he was just like, "No, I'm playing tonight." Uh, Look at this. The Cuban national baseball team defeats the Orioles 12 to 6 in the second game of a two game exhibition series. In 99. That's when they made the playoffs. That was their best team. Their best team. The Cuban, the Cuban national team came up and was like, oh, these guys, we can split a series with these guys. Uh, 12 to 6 is a walloping, too. That's a... <laughs> Jesus. Hit a rare ultimate grand slam. Walk off grand slam down by three runs. Oh, mm. the Orioles won. Oh. Let me see. Okay, br- I think maybe that's what I'm thinking. That's what I pick. Dope Park, horrible area. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because people are like, can it like top five? That's lofty. So I, I'll take y'all's word for it. Um, or I know I do know the Pirates have like the Pirate Three Rivers. That one's nice, right on the water. They either built or renovated that one not long. So I do know they have a nice one. And maybe that's how they get you. It's like, hey, you want to come out and watch some uh, watch us lose? But right on the water, huh? Oh, look at this. The Orioles met Fidel Castro. This is not a real picture. <laughs> it looks pretty real to me. It's not. They should, did they, they should let Fidel throw BP. I I. Th- Let's see, Fidel Castro throwing baseball. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. The, or, these are the same Orioles that had monkeys throwing bat in practice, right? Are you serious? We're looking at Fidel. I think Fidel Castro could hit like 330, dude. dude. And win like 18 games on the mound. Dude, look at, look, is that a sidearm? Was, dude, F- Fidel was pitching sidearm. Little, little submarine action. Look at, that fir- look at him at bat there. Bro, he's taking that out of the stands if he makes contact. He's sending that to Haiti. Uh, we find out Fidel, Fidel Castro is the best athlete of all time. I mean, I'm um, pretty sure he played basketball too, right? Did he almost pitch in the major leagues? No, that was a... Look at this. Look at this. Here he is. He's playing basketball. That boy got some fits on too. Is Wow. 
I had no idea. I'm learning so much. Wait, he did a Euro step? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's a Cubano step. Uh, wait, it's this, I know. wait, it's this Fidel Castro invented the hold Euro on, step. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Could what? It says Fidel Castro. It says he he started using a new move he called the step. In December of 19... <laughs> <laughs> Fidel Castro had the best Euro step in the league? In the world, maybe. What? What is going on? Yeah, hoodie Fidel? Is this is this like a fan fiction? This is not. Yeah, this is not real. This has to be a fan fiction. We go, there's like a picture of him down there. Like he also invented a, a shot where he would step back right before launching. Uh, I need I need the Fidel Castro like the sidestep like Jason Tatum three. He invented that too, you know. Um, That's crazy. Fidel Ginobili. Who invented it? Yeah, this is not real. Yeah, they no. talking to Russell. Yeah. yeah Either way, um, that picture is still very funny. Um, <laughs> I just get now. I'm just imagining him just like world, like Euro stepping just through world leaders. They just don't have anything for it. Like Kennedy's just like, God damn it. He was over here. Then he was over there. We need to ban this step right now. <laughs> oop, 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 oop. Almost had me. Uh, and he just lays it in. Two more for Castro. Um, right. Okay. Let's. <laughs> if you is doing the Euro step now a communist act? Will the NBA step in? They might. They might. Ooh, is James? In. Is Comrade Harden? Um, Something to think about. Hmm. Fidel Castro has a beard. Ooh. James. Hey, I don't. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sniff around. Uh, anywhere is going to get us in any hot water, but I do. I have to connect the dots. Um, yeah, yeah. What? A, yeah, Fidel was the <laughs> one that told James to lean into the foul. He was the one that That's... told him. <laughs> but uh, 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 he's going behind, and he'll go to the fight. He'll go the to back. the line. He was doing yeah, it do... all. <laughs> he's like, nah, man. You, I'm telling you, pump fake. Then you lean. Uh, you just throw the ball up. He'll go to the line for two. Um, wow. Okay. Let's do a little of Poitle. See if I can get my bearings back. The first player I'm going to guess is Fidel Castro. Is there anyone? Um, yeah. Blocked by Castro. There is no Castro in the league. Um, no. The closest we got uh, is Nito. <laughs> Raul Nito. It's <So> close. <laughs> Raul Nito. What if it's him? It's going to be him. First oh. guess. Oh, wait. Oh, the worst guess ever. Wait, what does what yellow yeah, for team mean? What does it mean, mean if the team is yellow? Wait. It, does that mean like close, like alphabetically? Like Utah, or is it close? Oh, that, that must mean, that must I, it's be. It's got to, because it's not in the East. So what's T-U-V? It's got to be Utah, right? Yeah. Utah's the closest one. Um. Well, okay. So, okay. Utah, not a guard. I'm guessing forward or center. An older... Gen- older than 29. Okay, so that helps. Who is on Utah? The old guys. I, oh. I keep thinking Derek Favors, but he's not there anymore. Gobert is not older than 29. Yeah, it's not. Who is their old 
big. I don't even know. Um. Oh, he, no, oh, no, it means he used to play for Washington. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Ber- okay. Bertans. Sure. Davey. Oh. Okay. So, okay. In the West, a Ford shorter than 6'10", slightly shorter than 6'10". Older than twenty nine, so an, we got we got a fogey. Oh yeah, yeah. And got us a fogey today. Twenty nine um, too. Oh, is I would have guessed he was older than twenty nine. Oh, and it's so. not a guard. Not a guard. Okay, so we've got it's a Ford out west, shorter than six ten, older than twenty nine. LeBron, like. Well, no, he had to play for Washington. Oh, formerly. Okay. Um. Who's play? I don't even know anyone that's played for like, Washington. Yeah, who used to who used to play for Washington that don't now, except for Russell Westbrook. That's the um, only one I have. So we're gonna old have, man. I, I think we might just. I think we need some silly. That. What the team part? Yeah, the team part. I think yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of not helpful. Yeah. So let's just think short, old forwards. Trevor Ariza. Old. Did he play for sure. Washington? Sure. Yeah, I was gonna say too? a lot of the old forwards are on the Lakers. Trevor Reza did. He did. It's oh fuck. Exactly six eight. Um, can we get some silhouette action going? Older than twenty. Je- Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Ooh. Turn me up. Let's go. Boom. Oh no. Turn me down. Uh. Oh no. Anyway, uh, the painting has fallen. Um, did Jeff Green play for Washington? I don't. I don't. I don't. I re- I recognize the fade, and when it said older than twenty, Green is. I think the same. Yeah, same draft as Durant. I'm. Yeah, when was this Washington? Oh, there it is. Oh, yep. thirty-two. I was gonna say I remember wow. Cleveland. I'm okay. It was in between, and that's why I was like, this is why former team I don't think helps that much. Yeah, no. he played. He played for like seven teams in seven years. Like I don't. That didn't. He might have, he played 18 games for Houston. Like Right, right. I mean he's played um, for like a dozen he, he like he's played for three right. teams in th- three years twice. Like Yeah, so I, I don't yeah, I, going forward I think we'll be disregarding um that hint. But we still hot though. Um, still hot? Still hot. Let us take a break. Um we will come back and discuss we, <laughs> Al Michaels and Curb Herc, uh Street would now be calling games together for some reason. We might have to do Somebody already kind of did the Brian Schottenheimer deep dive, but we might. I still think it might be a little meat left on that bone. You know what I mean? Um, we got a little NBA recap. I want to talk some more Dolphins, too. So we got, we got a lot to get to. Let's take a 10-minute break. Uh, five-star review, please and thank you if you're listening to us. Thumbs up if you're watching us. Subscribe if you want to yell at us. Um, and we'll catch you after a 10-minute break. Welcome back. Hour two. Um, I was just looking at my list here about how well things are going in Miami. Um, oh, I think are, things are going... They're going beautifully. I, I hear they, they had a boxing match. It was almost... It was It was going to be a, <laughs> a grand event. They, they were all set up for it. it I mean, it, it's part of the culture. Um, we have Bonte Hill, who is, I'm guessing, a heat reporter, mm-hmm. um, to Haslam and Coach Spo are going in on Jimmy Butler during the time. Wow. 
uh, and then quote tweeted it with Hasm told Butler, quote, I'll beat your ass, end quote, over and over. Um, it, it was quite the spectacle. I think I think we actually we might have video that we are. Um, I was gonna say there's some cell phone footage. Yeah, I think I, I was yeah. gonna say I think a couple of it we we could play. Um, so let me see if I can find. I should have looked for those beforehand. I think I know there was a. Here I we think, go. Uh, yeah, I've got it. I've Scoob got it. on the scent. You give him the scent, man, and he's on it. There so we've it got is. some. Yeah, here we go. We got some like right behind the bench literally like uh this is this is a coach like a coach is recording this tyler harrow didn't i think he didn't play last night this is tyler harrow's footage right um and this is the best part uh so people listening it just all sounds like a bunch of muck but if you're watching it's jimmy butler the the heater in uh in the huddle jimmy butler and spo are going back and forth about something uh and this was the wildest thing spo just spo's got his arms crossed and looks at him and said mouth what appears to be oh you want me to fucking fight you yeah no he didn't mouth it he, <laughs> I was gonna say, that's he what says he, it out loud like yeah he says you want me to fucking fight you after that haslam jumps in and says we can go outside right now. <laughs> yeah, after that, yeah, he jumps in, something's like, I'll beat you. And that's when Jimmy stands up. And I think Jimmy said, do it. And I think that's when they were like, okay, let's yeah. push him apart. Um, but even then, there's a one. Let me see. Scroll. Is this a is this a thread? Somebody had like a thread of them. Um, no, it's not. It wasn't. Okay. Uh well, that might not we might have been able to show the other one. Um, there's another angle. Oh, I know we can because the only angle you would have is like the uh coach's timeout huddle cam. Oh yeah. Um so I know yeah, so I know we can't show that. But there's one where as Jimmy is walking away, he's like out of the huddle. Mm-hmm. Um it might be is it this? This looks like it's a little further away. Yeah, let's see. Let me this might show from a different angle. Um and it's like Oladipo, he's a new guy. Oh, he's like, I don't know, dude. He's like, do I, are they serious? Are they not serious? Um, Udonis has him as like standing on one leg, right. like a flamingo trying to get uh, after Butler. But on, okay, it's basically the flip side of this. Mm-hmm. And it shows like Spo takes his folder and basically like throws it to the, like papers and shit go everywhere. And that's when he, Spo comes back out, right, talking more to Butler. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't think the athletic article yet. Like we, we'll know what they argued about soon, uh, within like seventy-two hours with unnamed sources. I'm uh, pretty sure Spo tried to like laugh it off after the game. As he's supposed, to, that's what yeah. he spoke. Eh, you yeah. know, we're all heated. Yeah, I love Jimmy. Jimmy loves me. That's what you're supposed to say that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the athletic or whoever's job is to be like, that didn't look like like again. There's like guys need needed to be separated in a huddle is not newsworthy. Spo though, yeah, the coach being involved. The, that this because I I have to know what Jimmy Butler said to where Spo was like, "You want me to fucking fight?" Like what? Right, right. What did Jimmy Butler was Jimmy Butler just like I whoop anybody's ass and then just looked at Spo was like, "I'm twice your I got I got six kids, man. Like what are you talking about? Um, I've got I've got 25 <laughs> years with this team. What do you you want to fight you, me? You think I'm you think I'm gonna fight? I'm gonna fight. <laughs> That's what you think is going to happen. And then Haslam, like, again, this is why Haslam is there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But them both going so hard. Spo going back at him. As soon as this happened, Kyle Lowry just got up and completely walked away. Which right, right. I what did you what do you read from that? Because I've heard some different uh, interpretations. Lowry just immediately got like didn't didn't like go up to Spo like hey calm down. And he just walked out of the huddle. Uh, well, I would. He's a late addition to the team. He, he's always he's been like hurt. You know, I think he probably just said it's not my place. You know, let the not my call. Uh, let the guys who are a foot taller than me and you know, and maybe he was afraid. You know, he's got that thick ass. He might bump someone, and that'll start a whole a whole tussle. Yeah, listen, no, nah, listen. That's a, like he's got to register that as a, so that's a lethal weapon. Exactly. So I think he was just looking out for. You don't want to bring a knife to a gunfight, like come that's on. A, you, <laughs> You don't want to bring a big ass to a, a gunfight, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. This is just the uh, dude. Who is uh, it, who it, is this guy? Navarro? Is this an actual Heat player? Is this a custom no, jersey? Yeah. No, yeah, that's co- we're we're back in the stands now. Like this is a custom. Yeah, he's cl- now he's close, but yeah, no, pink he's hair. I mean, uh, listen, he. T- I think you should have jumped in there, man. I mean, he was like... As a team captain, Navarro can't stand for this. <laughs> Dude, uh, imagine they're fighting and the fan in the stand steps in. He's got the jersey and he's like, fellas, calm down. We can't fight. Right. We got a game to play. And they're like, who the Jimmy fuck Butler are just, you? Jim, Jimmy Butler just sees a jersey and just creams him. Um, <laughs> he's like, my bad. I, he's like, I thought that was Tyler Hero. I was like, you, and you still hit him? Um, I don't have pink hair. Uh, Oh, but yeah, I think there's two lines. No, what you say? Dan is saying they do this all the time. It's no big deal. They don't do this all the time. Well, that's that's on one side. Like that's the Kyle Lowry. Like I've I've heard like that side. It's like he's kind of new. But it's like even if he knew, I thought he was one of the leaders. I, at first, I thought him walking away was like uh, they do this all like legit, not an issue. Mm-hmm. But then after that, mm-hmm. because I, I man, I wish we could show that second after he throws the papers. And they've got to be separated again. Lowry is over there trying to call a timeout that apparently the Heat did not have. And I think the refs missed it. So he was just like, something. He's like, I'm going home. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Spo throwing the clipboard and the papers and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Do they do this all the time or does Jimmy Butler do this all the time? Uh, Yeah, true. But yeah, so, no, this is a TV clip. It does suck. We can't show that. But yeah, I was like, I I was like, and that's like the perfect angle, too. And I mean, he throws like it's not even like he throws the it down. Like Jimmy is standing like ten, yeah. ten yards. He's like, I feel away. like I feel like he's trying to throw it at his feet. That's yeah, what no, I feel. he tries to throw yeah. the the he tries to throw. It's like a Manila folder. It looks like he throws yeah, it like at papers his feet. Go, and, and, and he just see, <laughs> nice guy PJ Tucker just bends down. And he's just picking up the papers. Um, yeah, it's but crazy. Yeah, I don't know this. I'm guessing some uh, some strategy was question and that's where i guess Bo was like where, where you take it like you know it, mm-hmm. if the game plan stinks you do it and i just can't believe that jimmy butler there it is you can see it here we go you could you can clearly see, it, it, it's as clear as day wait we can do we can do uh, what we can do our, our classic I, we don't i think this is a great workaround by you i think this is like all time here um, it is in slow here we motion go. Here in he slow mo here comes oh. bam See, that's where and that like some player immediately walked up was like, all right, all right, even before he threw it. But he's trying to throw like, dude, look I at felt PJ like, like here, you take he's it. He's yeah. right there. He's like, I'm picking I'm t- it look, up. Nice, nice guy, PJ. Clap nice up guy, for PJ. Nice class act. Intangibles. Um, 
So listen, to Dane, I appreciate Dane. Dane is an honest man. He said he's huffing all the heat copium. Um, okay. Because again, this is like blow ups between players and players or players and coaches, not out of the ordinary. I'm trying to think of a time I've seen Eric Spolstra this. Like, isn't that kind of his thing? He's like, always like, even, even, even like, cool, up 20 or down 20. <laughs> yeah, he's always just cool the same. as a cucumber. Yeah. yeah. And now he's looking at his best player and saying, You want me to fucking fight? Mm-hmm. Like, somewhere in between those two things, we went to not find. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know what this means ultimately because at the time I, I said heat culture and uh, people under was like, I mean, they went on like a 20 to seven run after this. Uh, and I think they still lost this game by like 20 points. So it was like, very cool. Very cool. Um, what if Jimmy doesn't play the next game? Ooh. They give it a suspension, the but they say, they say it's a bum ankle. <laughs> um, I'm sure this happens in practice, but not on the bench. Yeah, that's what, like this, again, blowups happen. This, I don't know, this one just felt different. Because has, to another point, that's why Udonis Haslam is there, right? I feel like he's seen it all, and he went to 10 pretty quickly, yeah, which like, would lead me to think Butler pro- like said something disrespectful to like the coach. Like, his enti- like, entire purpose to be there is, like, he's, like, the middleman. He's, like, the... What he's the media, yeah. Mediator. That's his entire That's job. Is, yeah. So for him to... He didn't even mediate there because it immediately jumped into, I'll beat your ass. Right, right. So... I, I don't know. I just I can't um, imagine any situation where it's where a, a coach should be saying to a player, "What you want? You want to fucking you, fight me?" Like, that's, yeah, that's what's so bizarre. That's like, crazy. Uh, like, especially Spolstra. Yeah. You know, like like JM say, you know, Spo had to take it from LeBron. Jimmy's not LeBron, definitely. But even then, there were, I remember the, they thought Spo was going to be gone like fifteen games. If you remember the thing where like LeBron walked to the huddle. Mm-hmm. And like bumped Spo intentionally, unintentionally, or whatever. But and maybe I it's just recency bias. I don't remember seeing them ever get like this. <laughs> him looking at LeBron said, "You want to fucking fight me, LeBron James?" Right. Like I don't know. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, it's pretty. He said we have a very competitive, a gnarly group. Uh, we could, and we were getting our asses kicked. We could play the sound for this, but this is Bally, so I'm not going to play the video. But. Yeah. I'll play yeah, this, this is Spo after the um, after the game. Uh, everybody was wondering where the dinner plans were tonight after the game. Um, it was pretty clear. Like we have a very competitive, gnarly group, and we we're getting gnarly. our asses kicked. And it's two two straight games. Uh, we were not playing to the level that we wanted to play. And I would say virtually every single person in that huddle was uh, pretty animated about. Uh, no, it was you like know, two. Our, our disappointment in how we were playing. Yeah, I think it was. It was like two people. It was like two. Two people, two people were, and, I guess, and you. I guess three, if you want to include like Bam. I think Bam had uh, either Jimmy and somebody had you. You want to include those guys? Maybe four. We can call it four. I mean, Kyle uh, Lowry wasn't animated at all. He was. He, his animation was. He's like, man, I'm gonna go get some peanuts or something. Maybe on the um, maybe. Oh, maybe he looked up on the scoreboard, saw all the pictures of the team. He was like, they're all animated right now. Yeah, he's ah, he's an animated. <laughs> um, so again, I don't like I don't know what becomes of this, but this is kind of like consistently the heat culture thing has been like if you if it's not our way, you got to go, and the Jimmy Butler thing has been it's gonna go Jimmy Butler's way. 
Mm-hmm. And it seemed like we we thought those two like coincided. And now I'm starting to wonder. I think Jimmy Butler might just be player Tibbs. Ooh. He he listen, in Chicago, he grew up at the altar of Tibbs, right? He was into the first round pick. He didn't play like I think his first year. That's why Jimmy Butler is a play 38 minutes a game. We go super tough. We go super hard in practice. We wake up early to show how hard we go in practice. And when Jimmy Butler gets somewhere for a year, he gets in Minnesota and it's like, what are we, what are we doing here? He's the adult in the room. Mm-hmm. And then year two, it falls off. Philly, it didn't get a chance to fall off. Now, talent-wise, they would have been there. But just personality, just with what we've seen with just Ben Simmons, Embiid, and Butler in that locker room, and then either Brett Brown or Doc Rivers navigating those waters. Like, we think that, that would have been, like, a a long-lasting marriage. Like, I, I don't want to say fully, Philly dodged a bullet, but... And then now he's here, and you have, like, the bubble year, which was different. Last year, I guess, kind of a wash. Uh, like, you lost to the champs. This is your... Like, they're the number one seed now, still. And they're fighting on the bench. <laughs> but Dane says it's fine, though, so I'm... I'm intended to, you know, I'm inclined to believe Dane. Um, Speaking of Udonis Haslam, I saw an article yesterday where he said he gave up $72 million to play for the Heat his whole career. Uh, no, I, no, I believe that. And also, he's he's like another Marcus Smart player where everyone says, oh, he's tough. But you, you're like, why is he tough? And they're just like, he's tough. Well, also, at the very least... Like was it the end of la- like last year? Udonis Haslam got into one game and he used it to play, and then immediately punched Dwight Howard in the face, <laughs> and then true. he was suspended. So I'll get at the very like I think, I think the, Udonis Haslam would have fought. Now would he have whooped everybody ass in the? I don't know, but I think he would have thought about it. True. I think again, Marcus Smart. I get. I, I flower. It like a lovely place, man. I I can only go on what I'm given. Why can't they just let him fight? What Spo? Is that not heat culture? Just let them duke it out. I think Spo and Jimmy they should one round spar, and then Jimmy and Udonis. That's the only fair mm. way. You just get one round, get the frustration out, and that's it. <laughs> and I just wonder now, like, is this the? And we'll see. Like, I feel like this is not big, but how the playoffs go is going to be huge, right? Not that, like if you if you lose, you lose. But if they have any kind of like, give me the standings now if we can. Let's see what they're looking at now. Because, again, the one seed, tradi- like, if they end up with the Nets, it's just I'd prefer not uh, as a team. Dane says the Heat will not lose to the Nets. Dane says things are great, Daddy. I mean, um, dude, yesterday. I mean, the Nets lost night, to be fair. I asked, Heat have lost two. Um, I asked my dear friend, Heat fan, I asked him what he what he thought mm-hmm. about this, and he said, it's fine, and I don't want to talk about it. Yes. I don't want to talk how fine. Like, listen, you want to talk about how beautiful it is at 85-degree day? Who wants to hear about that? It's fine. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Um, Aaron says, I don't think anybody wins that fight. NBA players can't scrap. That's facts. I will say this. Udonis is old enough to where he, like, came into a league where, like, him turning down 72 wasn't guaranteed because he, would, it, he would, wasn't a chance he was going to make 72. I think it was some still scrappers then. Does that mean he's a scrapper? But I think he came into an era of scrapper. The era now, nobody fighting for real, man. Lonzo said it. Nobody like it, it, the stakes are way too high, dude. Dude, imagine Clay Thompson throwing a punch. 
Yeah, Clay, dude. Yeah, Clay Thompson. Uh, it was like, oh my god, Clay. Oh, he threw a left and a right. Uh, Clay Thompson just signed a con. He just said that for two years and has been making like two hundred million dollars over that time. What is he? Clay not gonna fight about this shit, dude. Clay Thompson. He feels like the kind of guy that, like, if he got in a fight, he would like do jujitsu, and you would be like, wait, why does Clay Thompson? <laughs> right. Why does he have a black belt? What's going on right now? Well, I, I feel like he would do the jujitsu, and it would be like. Oh wow, he's a black belt, or oh wow, he thinks he's a black. Belt. Oh yeah, he's just, he's just dudes. You're like, Atta. oh man, that yeah, was yeah. terrible. That was awful. Like yeah, you just immediately just punch him in the face. He broke his um, own leg. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, has him first year made three hundred sixty six. Man, that's like a ten day contract now. Wow. So I think he, yeah, he came from an era like undersized. He was second round. He came from the era of scrappers, mm-hmm. but now. Ain't nobody scrapping. But okay, say hypothetically, if it just ends like this, Heat Nets first round. Who you feel? Where are you leaning? I feel like the the Heat can't stop the scoring. Like they would stop one of Kyrie or Durant, but they couldn't stop both. Right? There's no way. I don't think it's. I'm. I don't think that's a great like if i'm the nets honestly i'd rather take my chances with the sick like just in terms of like style okay yeah yeah, because the like if you're the heat they in theory had like you can put butler on katie like lowry's a smart defender he's not locking up but he's a smart defender for Harden, and you have bam like defending the basket well they don't have Harden anymore you mean the Nets. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Simmons, yeah. You mean? Um, I'm talking about the uh, and I, yeah, I don't think he's like if Simmons was there, I think he like you'd put him on Butler or whatever. But I don't think he plays, man. And outside of that, like the Heat are a big team, and the Nets are not a big team. Like Seth Curry's not big, Kyrie's not big, Bruce Brown, Patty Mill, like they're just not a really big team. And yeah. the Heat are kind of like a strong team, I should say. Starting tomorrow, Kyrie can play in every game. Or um, maybe it's today even. It's, it it's it rolls today. out today. Yeah. But I think, yeah, the first game eligible for him is, is uh, going to be Friday. So, oh. I mean, he played he played last night and they got smoked by Memphis. Um, Dane, Dane says Bam is averaging 30 and 10 against the Nets. Hey, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. So it's not the greatest, but it's still like, boy, I... I don't want to play Kevin Durant in the first round. I just don't want to do it. Um, I just second round. I yeah. just don't think they can hang. You know, like I feel like in a series, you know, like can they yeah. can they outscore Durant and Kyrie in a series? You know, seven games. I just don't think so. Yeah. Well, the thing is, okay, say they get through that one eight, get through that. Right now, they'd be looking at uh, it's Celtics Bulls. I feel like Celtics would win that. Oh, four Celtics games. Heat. Your Celtics over Bulls in four games? Yeah, easily. Easily. It's, the Bulls are not looking good. The Celtics, <laughs> man. If the Celtics, and I mean, yeah, it's both. It's the Celtics look great right now. The Bulls do not look great. Yeah. If um, if if the if the playoffs started tomorrow, the Celtics would sweep them in four games and win all the games by twenty points. It'd be ugly. Um, <laughs> but even so, ugly. even then, you so you might have a like if Heat beat the Nets, that's going what six or seven? Like it's not going to be a short series. Whoever wins. Then you got to go into playing the Celtics. The Celtics might just beat the Heat, like with the way they're playing right now. But then, say say you get through that one, then you're looking at Sixers Bucks, and then Giannis drops seventy on you every night. And that yeah, Giannis has just been licking his lips. Um, (laughs) 
so and then you get through that and maybe you probably have to go through the 60 whatever win sons and so i just like it's a that, like that's a tough map you can lose along that road and it not be like a disappointing season right but the way they lose right like if they just if something just falls apart and they just get like the way the bucks roll like say they roll uh match up with the bucks again the bucks are just like we're just we still like we just don't like y'all we just want to roll y'all again mm-hmm. then i think it gets a little interesting because it's like what are what are the heat tweaking at this point bam sign butler sign harrow's not signed but about to be signed duncan robinson is signed pj tucker's like their guys are old i don't know how many draft picks they have and it's like okay like their thing was like our system when we play our system and then other teams are like gonna eh. buy in yeah you gotta heat culture um and then tyrese maxi said i don't i don't much care for that culture. right uh, and he drug he drug his nuts i didn't i didn't want to say that but he did it um yeah, the Bulls really fall off. The rest Dude. of the, the rest of the top four really pull them away, and then oh. it's did, did the Bulls play last night. I don't think they played. No, they were off last night. Um, no, they. I do know they lost the night before. I think it's it's either two and seventeen or three and eighteen against teams with better records than them, mm-hmm. which is just tough, man. That that's just y'all had it like I. It feels like forever ago when it was like DeMar DeRozan, first team All-NBA, some MVP votes, and now it's like, boy, they might get rolled. I don't think the Celtics is a good matchup for them at all. No. Um, give me Detroit. Give me the Detroit game. Yeah, you're hot. Because, uh... no, listen, I gotta say, I thought my mentions was broke. Man, I ain't see them Trey S-tier uh, <laughs> proclaimers after last night. I didn't see as much. Is this game is this game his fault though? Is you, he lost by twenty points to the Pistons, dude. He scored twenty one. He's starting next to TLC, who scored three. again. I say, oh, if he's S tier, you can't lose by twenty points to the the Pistons. The Pistons aren't just a bad team; they're the bad team. And then let's see what did, what did that Cunningham? He didn't do shit. It wasn't even that oh, impressive. Brother, give me a break. 17, 6, and 8. A steal and a block. Got to the line. Cashed his free throws. Big money K Cunningham. Didn't hit his PRA, so it doesn't well, matter. Hit his plus 43 in 35 minutes. We call that an ass kicking. No, no, no. Um, good, good players go plus 43. Great players cash the bet <laughs> slips. I didn't cash a single slip last night. Um, uh, oh, oh! I think I yeah, I think I missed by one Rudy Gobert rebound. Um, oh, no, nah, I had a bad slip. I mean, um, Rudy Gobert, he he's on fraud watch, dude. He's on fraud watch. Oh, th- welcome to the club, brother. What what opened your eyes? I think I think he stinks. I think he might stink. He might uh, defensive player like of the year. My ass, dude. Dude, if he I Zach Lowe or somebody, they were like he's the favorite right and i was like if he win if he wins it stop giving the award out right and i, I don't even like i don't care if you give it to robert i wouldn't hate giving it to Giannis, dude like because it's like i know the bucks aren't top 10 in defense but i don't think the jazz are either so uh if you give it to robert williams or marcus smart like if you have them split it i don't care but if you give it to rudy gobert uh the, the war was, loses all meaning sir i mean um, look at this man oh what are you, 14 what was his number 12 uh yeah 12 yes 12 yes 
And again, this is the thing. Like uh, somebody said in the chat, yes, and it makes it's like okay, let uh, now go up to go. Uh, go what was his field goal? Yeah, four for six and hit all six of a ten, like an efficient game. Fourteen points on four for six, but it's like no, no, no. You don't understand. We're gonna force you to do like you're gonna have to score thirty five points a game, right? Because Donovan Mitchell had thirty seven uh, garbage time points. They were down like twenty points in the second quarter. So these are <laughs> these points are bluff. Um. Marcus Smart had, I think, 10 assists in the first quarter because I got a lot of ads about that. Um, yeah, yep, yep. I did see but, those. What, but here's another thing I found out. This is I, I, I'll tip my cap to Marcus Smart because today is, the I think, the five-year anniversary of Devin Booker scoring 70 points against Marcus Smart in the Celtics. So he wanted to have a good assist game last night. So I talk about it today and not talk about it being the five-year anniversary of him having 70 points scored on his head so touche mr smart got you um yeah no you you're, you're not beat here um bucks and sixes but touche ej tucker is shooting like six percent from three since all-star game that's that's it's one it's one of those like he was leading the league and now it's like hey he's still like 37 percent or whatever um and it's like yeah but he was leading the league you think about how cold you got to be to go from 49 to 38 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Gobert's Hall of Fame. Dude, if Rudy Gobert gets in the Hall of Fame, listen, I'm going to, dude, I'll be listen, I'm just, Freddie Falcon. I don't like it more. He's going to the Hall of Fame. No, he's not. He's, go- listen, one, it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the internet. It's, it, it's just the basketball Hall of Fame. Everything will be included. France is not insignificant in like overall play. He has three defensive players. If he wins four, that'll be the most defensive player of the year awards by anybody. He will make it. I'll hate every minute of it, but he'll make it. Yeah, and he'll have a hot. His highlight reel will be him getting cooked every play. His hi, yeah, uh, his highlight reel will be when he had uh, 12 points on five for six shooting. He had three screen assists, um, and the other team went small and ran him out of the fucking gym. Uh, yeah, now listen, he's for sure going to be there. There's no, like, I don't like it, but he's going to be there. I'm like the internet, it's the international thing, man. If you do anything for like a team overseas, and even then France might get a silver or bronze. Yeah, huh, huh, PU is what I say. <laughs> Stinks um, in here suddenly. Let me, yeah, give me a Go Bears Wikipedia. Jesus Christ. We're in a dark the place only, now. I don't like don't, this. I, the only thing I'll say is if I was like, a retired player and I was going to be in the same class as him, I'd play another year. I'd play another year. Um, so he's 29, but he's got that huge contract. So he's going to be playing minutes for somebody. He's very, again, knock on wood, relatively durable. Defensive player of the uh, year three times. So three-time All-Star, a second-team All-NBA, three-third team. He's going to make All-NBA. He's going to make I don't want to see it. I've, I've seen enough. Dude, imagine he was drafted by the Nuggets. Imagine if it was him and Jokic. I'd imagine if I uh, had he'd be on my practice squad. <laughs> he'd be my backup big. Um, I would move Jokic to power forward. I'm t- oh yeah, look at that French player of the year. What's his medals? Does French have any like bronze? What is uh, it? Bronze, bronze. Ball. Oh, they got a silver this year from the Olympics. Uh, twenty twenty. He's going to, I mean, this most recent one, I should say, and he'll probably play at least one more. He's going to make the Olympics, dog. I'm, again, I'm going to throw up. But he's going to make it. 
don't like that. Anyway, um, well, I'll say this: they got their ass whooped yes, by the did. Celtics. And give me the Western standings because if they if they run up against the Mavericks, I think the Mavericks are going to win, like in a not particularly close series. Um, they're still looking at four and five, like. If you look at any, like, when they talk about the Celtics record since start of the year or whatever, the team right behind them in, like, all those numbers is, like, the Mavericks. Like, they're playing, like, also hot ball. And the Jazz are playing five and five. I, I haven't trusted them all. I just don't know what's different about their playoffs from last year to this year. But they normally at least look, like, dominant in the regular season. This year, they don't – I don't think they beat the Mavericks. I just can't see it. Um, and, again, I said it the other day, if that happens, something got to shake. I don't think you can bring back the core of that team, like the top three or four or whatever, after not doing anything in the playoffs again. Um, yeah. Couldn't be me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't like Rudy Gobert. He's, he's, I think he's number one on my most hated NBA player I, list. He's number one on everybody. That's the thing. It's not a jet. People, oh, it's just because it's a jazz. It's like, it's not. It doesn't help. But if Rudy, if he played for the Pistons, I think I'd still not like him. If he was on my Bucks, I wouldn't even watch him. It'd be unbearable. Um, jazz, I just, I don't think they can win that series. Uh, Riley says Wimbanyama looks like the one. He, I can't wait. Victor Wimbanyama, he's going to be the number one pick in next year's draft. French kid, and he's like, like going to be, or he's, already been said like he's the most talented prospect ever so he's gonna i'm really hoping he comes and he's just anti-rudy he's just like young french kid but he's like cool and likable because allegedly lat for the 2020 olympics allegedly rudy gobert said he would not play if win Binyama was on the team so when Binyama played in the under 19 um i think they won he ate chet holmgren's lunch um it was uncomfortable and allegedly Gobert was like, well, I'm not playing if he's there. So I need him. I think he's going to be good. I just need him to be cool. Just Mr. Cool guy. He's yeah. ESPN. And I, I, I think it was, this was Mike Schmitz that said it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Talk to Mike Schmitz on not here to argue and ask him. And he's like, yeah, he's the best prospect I've ever evaluated. And so that's when I started watching him. And he is the best thing I Chet Holmgren, but bigger, taller, longer arms, and like a little bit better at everything. Like that's legit the best way I could tell you. And like dominant defensively, but not like a ball hog. Can shoot, can run, can do it all. So like, not this year, but whoever gets next year's number one pick, that's the guy who again, Mike Schmitz, who like they do all type of world scouting. He and Jonathan Javoni, they don't. They don't speak like they're not throwing this around for it to be put. So they said he was the best prospect ever. Um, they're just like, he's got it all. He has all the tools. So. Dude says Wimby is nasty, but his frame is scary. He's. I think yeah, he's he's still 17. Um, give me what say his height and weight. I think he's seven two, seven three, seven um, three. And he's 18. Yeah. 18. He's got to grow a little. He will because the thing like he gets the Chet comparisons, but Chet is gonna go into the uh, draft. I think twenty years old as a freshman. Wimbenyama, I think, might be like two, four years younger. So the body comps aren't necessarily apples to apples there. And even then, 
he's still like he's gonna be the number one pick, whoever gets it. And that's one of those like we're gonna see some tanking, tanking <laughs> for next year. Like, dude, um, who do you think is gonna tank the hardest next year? Like, if you had to predict oh last God. place, why do I feel do the Lakers have their pick next year? The Lakers don't have a pick until like 2027. Oh, damn. I was going to say it would be very funny if the Lakers tanked for him. If, the, if they tanked and got him, I think that might be it for me in the league, man. I just, it's just a picture of Jeannie Buss, Adam Silver, and Wynn Banyama standing like arm in arm. And I say, I'm cutting this shit off. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> magic. No, Aiden's right. Magic. He'll be a magic. Oh, I, don't, I don't want him to go to the magic. I'll say, I think. I was thinking about this with Oklahoma City. I was like, they're kind of like, again, the bottom of the West is kind of muckety muck. If Oklahoma City starts next year and is like, we don't mind if we make the play in, I think they could make the play in. Oh, yeah, for sure. If they stay healthy, like, because again, like Shea and Lou Dort, they've had like some legit injuries, but I definitely think they're like, yeah, double the time. You need a week, take two. Yeah, um, no, I think OKC is, yeah, I think, the, I think OKC is going to go for them. I think I'm, that's, yeah. That would be, I think that would be my move. If I'm Oklahoma, any of these teams with lots of picks, it's like see how the draft lottery shakes out next year. And then, like on some 2K shit, like, okay, how many picks does it take? We ended up with the fourth pick. How many does it take for us to go from four to one? Because by all accounts, Mm -hmm. he's he's that special. Um, And so if it's like, listen, we got a hundred shit picks, do you want some of them? You can take as you want to, like, I mean, throw in some players if you want. Um, but also, who, whoever gets the number one, I don't know if they trade it. Like, again, he's that level of prospect. Uh, yeah, Trailblazers no, is interesting. Trailblazers is, is interesting. I wouldn't hate Pistons, but I think the I would like, I kind of want Cade to go to the Pistons now. But if somebody could get Paolo this year and uh, win Benyama next year, that's scary hours. And it's like, we've seen you tank these years, these are the guys you tank for. Like you tank for years and you and have the top five pick and there's nobody in the draft that could. I think either Smith or Javoni was like when he was 17, when he was I think 17 or 16, it's like he would have went number one in this draft. That's the kind of like talent potential, like good kid by all account, like no red flag, no no shit like that. And yeah, best prospect he's ever evaluated. Oklahoma, I wouldn't hate it. Like if you're gonna tank for that long, you got to get the crown jewel. Uh, and this would be it. So. Hmm. I don't know how we went from uh, Rudy Gobert's uncool ass to hopefully Victor Wimbanyama. Very cool name. Rudy Gobert, not cool name. Victor Wimbanyama, cool name. Yeah, that's a that's a powerful uh, name. Great name. The Lakers will get him. Uh, they always do. They'll get him, but they'll get him when he's thirty, Jerry. Don't worry. Like, don't. They're not gonna get him anytime soon. Um. Who else played last night? Who else played? Oh, uh. Phoenix and Minnesota played last night, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of wolfing going on. Um, D Book is yelling at fans. Carl Anthony Towns is getting into it with Jay Crowder. Uh, yeah, go. this I was like, this is cell phone footage. We can definitely play this. This is Devin Booker oh. just dribbling the ball up the court. Um, I don't even know what the fan says, but Book replies. Uh, <laughs> One more time. Uh, Book just casually bringing the ball up the court uh, mid game. 
Now I'll say this. Immediately throws the ball out of bounds. Not a great look. <laughs> Not I was like, damn. I was like, it would have been so much if he was like, hey, shut up, pussy. And it pulls up from 40 feet, uh, nails it. Then that guy would have to leave. But since he missed the turnover, I think the guy got to stay. So I think that's mm -hmm. only fair. Yeah. Um, so he was getting sassy with it. Chat uh, dunked on Jay Crowder and did like the two little sign for like five minutes straight. He could, he was telling everybody how small Jay Crowder, he could believe how tiny he was. Um, then they got tangled up again and Jay Crowder got in his face and Cat really like just playing it up, like wolfing to the crowd and lost the battle, won the war. Absolutely. Because it's a it's a tough scene. It's like, man, Carnegie Town's laughing at me. Mm -hmm. He was laughing at Russ. Now he's laughing at Crowder. And people are like the Pat Bev influence. I think like some Pat Bev, I think it's some Anthony Edwards. I think it's some, as I said, like you just do some living, man. You just do some living. Like I, it was a Carnegie Town's article. I think it came out today. Talking just like his 60 point game and him becoming more vocal. And he like one of the first things he said, he said after he scored 60 points, he picked up his phone and went to text his mother. Like that's how he's like, it still hasn't set in for him. Um, and it's like, damn. It's like you do like life happened to you. And that's Jimmy Butler's like, what the fuck, bro? That's the guy I needed. And Kat was like, I'm 22. Things are great, bro. I can't be this angry. Um, but you live a little, you play with Pat Beverly, and you're like, Oh my god, he is getting on my nerves. Um, and he's like, Yeah, now do that to them. And I don't know. Lost to the Suns, but no, I mean, everybody loses to the Suns. That's just kind of what they do. D'Angelo Russell did not beat the TRC allegations. Oh. Three for nine, six points. Oh for five from assists. three. Not over. Oh over. Oh a minus 14. Not great. Uh, but no, Cat is I like when he starts like laughing and smiling, he kind of looks like the Joker. I was like, that man's definitely lost. But I like it. It's mm -hmm. a good loss is mine. Um, Ooh, I, I might have a segue. <clears throat> Ooh, talk to me. Uh, someone who's uh, lost their mind. Uh, what about a uh, Connor McGregor? Ooh, yeah. What uh, what's the deal with uh? So dangerous he, driving. Yes, he was arrested and his vehicle was seized in Ireland. No. Uh, not not the Continental man. <laughs> Anything but the Bentley man. He was in the in the homeland. He was in in the homeland. Oh, uh, he's not even safe at home. Is he done? You got to be done if you're. He's like, listen, you know who. I am. And the guy was like, yeah, step out of the car. <laughs> you know who um, I am. And they were like, yeah, yeah. we don't give a shit, man. You're yeah, going two hundred. Yeah, get out, McGregor. And he was like, ah, crikey. Um, <laughs> okay, that's well, definitely what Irish say. Crikey, um, I think that's yeah, Australian. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's definitely no. It's it's trust me. It's definitely Irish. Um, yeah, what happened? <laughs> um, so it says he was arrested and his car was seized for dangerous driving. He was stopped by the Gardai, that must be their police, in the name for the police. West Dublin, driving his Bentley Continental that is worth more than I wouldn't drive my Bentley in West Dublin. Mm -hmm. Hell no. I drive my shit in North Dublin, where it's safe. Um, um, what was it, with speeding or what's the deal? Um, several driving offenses and his car got impounded. Oh, um, yeah, you know you was fucking up when they was just like, bro, you can't even... Right, you can't even drive home. We can't even... Yeah, you can't even have your your, your brother come get you. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so it says he was eventually... But it's like speeding? It, says, yeah, like it just says dangerous, dangerous driving. Dangerous driving charge. So. I'm guessing like I'm weaving in and out. That's what I think of. 
dangerous. Yeah. Driving. I, I think yeah. it says he passed the drug and alcohol tests. Uh, here he is. I think uh, this, <laughs> this is trust your gut. This is gut. not a real person either. Yeah. Trust your gut. The belly is in the second. The belly is the second brain. This is what, right before he got arrested, I'm guessing? I must. I think, or right I, after. I, 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 I think it would be after he got be the car back. Um, right. Hashtag driving dangerous. Uh, but it says this is not the first time he's gotten into hot water in Ireland for his driving habits. Uh, he previously lost his license and paid a fine because he was going over 154 kilometers an hour in a hundred kilometers an hour zone. Mm-mm-mm. And this this came a year after he paid a fine of 440 for speeding. Damn, well, speeding, speeding. So he's just getting, if you're in Ireland, I mean, you better yeah, look Yeah, stay you, off the road. If you see a Bentley Continental coming, pull over. It's Conor McGregor, and he's looking for, he's on Tony Stewart mode. He, he's looking for a bad time, man. Like, this is, I, how many times, how many times do you get to drive dangerously? I mean, if you're you famous, know what I mean? Like, if, clearly, but it's one of those, like, he's going to get to do this until somebody gets hurt. Right, like that's it. Feels like that's how this. Like, if, God forbid he gets stopped or anything. Uh, like previously, he already lost the license, and mm-hmm. sure he got it back, fine. And now dangerously driving. And again, that's just how that's how me and all my homeboys stand. Yeah, I mean Connor, we, we could... just having a perfect stand of it. They say he was doing a ninety and a sixty. Look at how he's he's a perfect look at this picture. That's the beautiful boy. That, look right the there. perfect specimen. That's um, the beautiful boy right there. That's legit that's like uh, you take your uh, action figures and turn the head completely around and still stand them <laughs> up. That's how that <laughs> Look at him, the wee lad. Yeah. That's how that's how that's how me and all my homeboys stand. He looks that's so cool. Doing. That's how I'm doing the rest of the shows. Yes, yeah. For the rest of the shows we should just Oh, oh, but we have to do the Dale Brown also. How do we do the Dale Brown and this? And the McGregor. Shit, this is too tough. It's this is a lot. This is listen. This turns uh, boys into men. Um, (laughs) Oh yes, he's still rehabbing from. He broke his shin. Broke his. Yeah, he fractured his shin. Yeah. So he's he's recovered from. They said he fights Poirier, or they say his last. Or when's his next fight? Um, they haven't scheduled it yet. They said they want him to rehab first. Okay, and probably also get out of prison from uh, dangerous driving. Uh, yeah, I would be guessing. I mean, look how he walks. He walks normally too. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta. I'll, I'll be swinging these things, man. Like, do not be, do not be around me, bro. I have. I'll be walking. I have to admit, I have been walking differently. I've been walking a little more confidently. You know, back off and try to. Mm-hmm. You gotta. You gotta. Is that, is that the is that the Connor influence? I think so. I, I I watch I watch a lot of UFC and MMA, and I'm like, yeah, these walkouts, you gotta walk confidently. Otherwise, I know no, I'll, you definitely I'll do. whoop you. You know. I tell you know who I and I, I won't say re realize it. I guess Scott Hall had a great walk. Oh, of course. Like Absolutely. when Scott, like just like the the looking around, the the slow, the toothpick, the hair, like it, it, just a great walk into the. Uh, yeah. No. Scott into the Hall. Arena. A legend, man. Oh man. Um, all right, let's take a five minute break. Mm-hmm. I still want to talk to him. 
I still think we should probably watch that lady do her five minute set at the movie theater a couple more times. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, what does Chad think? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll gauge the response. Um, but we'll take a quick five and come back after the break. Welcome back, hour three. Happy Thursday. Uh, still a couple more games. We had a solid slate. We get any? Oh, uh, Philly. Philly beat the Lakers As last expected. evening. No LeBron. No LeBron, and it was it was one twenty six, one twenty one. So a, a close one. Um, yeah, I'm about to pull it up. So yeah, give me a box score because Russ had another good game. He keeps he might it going. be back. He keeps it he going. Might be back. Don't look at his turnovers. Yeah, don't. But he might have had a good. Don't look at those. That's not your business. But twenty four points, nine boards, eight mm-hmm. assists, hit a couple threes, and they lost. But that's, that's what they were supposed to do. Um, <laughs> that, that's what the, that's what we all yeah. all expected them to do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Scroll. Let's see. Uh, B ball. Paul. Oh no, he didn't play. He didn't play. No, B ball. Paul didn't get any minutes. Uh, no. Hasn't no. I I mean I tagged I tagged the Sixers on I tagged him. I said get this on Doc's desk. We need we need B ball Paul to get some significant minutes. Hasn't happened. Not gonna happen. Um the late or the the Sixers, their big four each scored more than twenty. I feel like that's a rare thing since they had a top four. Uh, yeah, normally one of them, and it's normally Tobias. He's normally, it's normally Tobias. So <laughs> Tobias, yeah, they. I hope they celebrated. Had like some wine. Uh, they they popped uh, they popped champagne in the locker room after the game, and everyone was like, "What's going on?" And they were like, "Tobias scored twenty, man." Let's Tobias, go. and they're like, "Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't know." Something. Uh, it's a tweet I saw yesterday before the game. Um, it said Harden and been updated. It said Harden has been blocked eighty five times this year in 56 games last year he was blocked 47 times in 44 games Ooh, i know right away interesting what uh, were you thinking i would say tired legs he doesn't jump as high easier to block that's because he's like an inside layup guy that's what i'm glad you said that oh and the the foul changes those blocks Uh are called fouls now Uh aha So there's that. I was like, I wonder how much of that is the rule change. Mm-hmm. But also, like inside of three feet, which is kind of like one of the things you look at to see, like, is a guy losing his birth? He's shooting under 60% from inside three feet. Last year, he was at 67%. And the year before, he was at 68 And this year, he's right under 60 So it's one of those, like, I don't know is this like is it still that hamstring is it a little blip on the rate is this the start of the decline right but the blocked one was interesting mm-hmm. uh, hey but a, listen a win is a win that's true so yeah got the dub all that matters any any good games last night like uh, not sure Dallas and Houston play like Luca didn't play San Antonio beat the hell out of Portland like I don't Magic and Thunder played. <laughs> that's that's my analysis for that game. Um, oh, oh, Nets Grizzlies, Nets Grizzlies, Nets. Oh yeah, that was a yeah, that was a pretty good game. Um, kept going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Seventy eight points 
<laughs> combined for for Katie and Kyrie. Uh, and it was just enough for them to lose by double digits to a Memphis team without Ja Morant. So speaking of Ja Morant, oh, I read that. Let me see if I can find the tweet. So I read that they are. There was some worrisome language about his uh, his knee that came out. Um, oh no, for Jaw? Yeah. So I. Ooh, I didn't see that. Trying. I don't like. I don't like. I don't want to hear worrisome about nothing. I don't want some nothing. So, so like, they said. They said. Oh, here it is. Boom. Here it is. Right here. Found it. Um, uh, Ask Taylor Jenkins. This is from. Who is this? Um, Okay. Mark Giannotto. Okay. Uh, from yesterday. Yesterday yes. afternoon. Yep. So, okay. Yep. Um, said, ask Taylor Jenkins about John Morant's knee injury being called soreness. If he had MRI or x-ray, they're doing that right now. Right now, it's soreness. That's what he's feeling. So they're diving in to see what's actually going on and what course of action needs to be taken. Like that sounds. Okay. That's no, no. I just, I, I think that's definitely what you want to hear about your best player ten games before the playoff. I, could, I couldn't think of any better news. Um, yeah, right now his knee hurts. Why? We have no idea. Right. We, we, right. We, uh, they're gonna cut that thing in half, uh, like a tree trunk. Uh, count the rings and then patch him back up. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that, but that is not ideal. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they keep winning, but still, like, the point would be to keep winning so he's healthy for the playoffs and doesn't feel like, who was it? It was somebody, was it Jimmy Butler? Um, Some, It was, somebody said, like, their knee was sore, and it was like, hey, it, it just it's going to feel like this for the rest of the year. It is with yeah um, about their knee or ankle and i was like that doesn't I, was it jimmy butler i think i think it was i think it's always it's always jimmy isn't it oh it, it might uh coffee jimmy um may said job definitely had an mvp right listen i got some bad news for you my he been out of there my he been out of there since uh i don't know december whenever yoke and Embiid started doing stuff um yeah anyway that's very worrisome i do see that um we our planned guest is in the stream yard but they don't have a Ooh. webcam turned on so i don't know what's going on there um... and they emailed me saying i'm on the link y'all gave me and i said do you have a webcam so we'll see We'll see what's going on here. Okay. okay. Let me know you when you get a reply to that. We might take like a two minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Set up. Um, but yeah, this not, yeah, this does not feel like an ideal thing to have. Now, the good thing about Jaws, he, he plays a ground bound game. He's below the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of jumping, cutting, moving, stuff like that. So much ado about nothing. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. That really was some stink. Like, San Antonio won by, like, 40 points. Yeah, it's just this. What a rough. Not a good this was like, slate. It, it, it was, it was lots of games 
but they weren't good games. It feels like most of the slates as we've gotten down this season have been like this, right? Like tons of games, but they're all. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. Like we're about to see the Drake. And some last night, the Hawks played uh, Jalen Johnson. Uh, it was their first round pick, but he had been like in and around G League. He played like 25 minutes last night, and I was like, oh boy, we really in the mm-hmm. the slums now. He didn't just get off the bench. He got like a smooth 20. Right. Um, hmm. All right, so I do see the webcam is turned on now, so do we want to take a small break? Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Let us take... Now we got time. Okay, let us take a two-minute break. We're going to try to get our guest, uh, Tyler R. Times from GQ, situated and so stick with us we'll be back hey welcome back got our guest situated tyler r times of gq is joining us how are you sir i'm good so yeah y'all y'all is it that's sexual jumanji that's what they call it that's what the white boy was okay that's yeah. him you know he put, I mean? listen, it's some janky he stuff y'all fucking with. listen it's a lot man it's a lot i appreciate you uh gutting it out and join us. I got this hat on. I feel like I'm in a motherfucking safari. This, this, listen, we, this is hat gang over here. We was actually just talking about uh, your Philadelphia 76ers. Wait, hold on, let me let me ask you how you get a name like the, the streets call you sexual Jumanji? That's yeah. like what your mama gave you, or like how that? Uh, That's his well, government. It, well, my parents don't call me that, but like if I go like on vacation t- somewhere, that people will like call no, no, me no, sex like, like where? Like where? where? Tell me exactly where they calling you. He needs the details. Uh, in Los Angeles, they'll call me sexual Jumanji. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. No, I don't believe that. No, I, 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 yeah. I was outside of the, it was a Yeezy pop-up store. I was outside Actually, of you it. Know what? That, that is, that is the one place in LA. The, I was going to say, yeah, no, LA tracks. That one tracks. Yep, yep. I call you Jumanji out there. Yep, and someone, someone was yelling, sex J, sex J, and I turned around and I said, I said, thank you, because I, I didn't. You get, a little, <laughs> you get a little, uh, you get a little name to the nickname, so you know, you could be Adam in real life, but then the streets say you sexual Jumanji, but your real people say you sex J. Oh, that, oh wow, yeah. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's a lot of hats, many aliases, many names. That's I'm gonna right. let you know if I ever see somebody out in the streets call you sex day, I might have to slap shit out there. I'm, I'm just letting you know that just like off off principle. So I'm gonna say, but the issue is with them, not him, right? No, it's with you too because you adopted it. You you cool with it, so so it's with you too. But you my man's now, so I'm not. You know, I, that's different. I respect that. I respect that. I respect you beat, it. Yeah, you beat the ass whooping allegation. Look, yeah. I'll take the, I'll take the ass whooping for it. I'll take it. I I would yeah. deserve it. <laughs> It come. I mean, listen. You gotta take. You can't be out in L.A. getting called sexual Jumanji, and then not be getting your act. Like you know what I'm saying. You gotta take the good with the bad. I got a little chat in here. The the SJ. Oh nah, bro. Yeah. Listen, Sex J. Scoob. Sex. Listen, I'm telling you, he goes by a lot of. He wears a lot of hats, man. You need to wear Uh, my hat. You need to. What hat? What what hat would you give him? I I don't know. Not the one you got on right now, though. You got to wear one hat. You got to have one hat. I'm not gonna call you. Uh. What these people call you? What's your regular name? What's your mama call you? Brandon. 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 Yeah. That's a long leap. Brandon, <laughs> sexual Jumanji. Okay, you know. For I sure. mean, but you can't. You can't take like a short leap though. Like if you're going out from Brandon, like you got. I feel like you got to go all the way. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. Can't. No, can't I, short uh, reel that in. I don't know. Oh. If you are successful at this when uh, somebody. If we out somewhere, brother Jumanji. You know, if we at, at convention or wherever you, you know, I'm adding, I'm adding brother Jumanji. 
Yeah, add, add that down. You know what I mean? Wherever you go at, if we ever is there at the same time, I don't know if that's ever going to be true. But if it is, right, and somebody fly hits you and says, that's that boy, sexual Jumanji, then I think you you will have my utmost respect. You that's when you'll know. Who would it have to be? Who would it have to be? Who, who's the best? Who's the one person you would see and they call him that? You'd be like, oh man, I got to. How, how have I not been calling him that? Tierra Wack. Yeah, that's pretty good. Or Halle Berry. One of those two. You get Tierra, Tierra Wack, Halle Berry, one of them, they say call you sexual Jumanji. You know, Brother Jumanji, Cardinal Saint Jumanji. However, you listen, get that. I was going to say, listen, whatever Halle Berry say to call him, yeah. you say call him his ass Frederick. I say his name. Like I gotta call you Frederick now, Fred. You get it, don't you, Fred? I mean, um, <laughs> uh, I will. I'm gonna hit Halle Berry up. I'm gonna get her to record a video saying it. I will. I think, I think you should. She's not on cameo though. You know what I mean? So like, oh, he ain't say nothing about no cameo. Listen, I t his I name ring work. bells, man. He could probably text a few numbers. I'll, and listen, uh, you're the only sexual Jumanji I know. So you know, salute to you. Hey, one of one, none before it, none to come. I want to know how you feel about the James Harden era thus far. I like it. You know, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, disrespect and, and miscreants. You know what I mean? So that's that's right up my alley. Okay. Um, if you know anything about Philadelphia, you know, James Harden looks like a lot of my, my uncles. You know, Definitely. A lot of my cousins, a lot of my family. Um, he's welcome here. You know what I mean? Especially okay. after he done burned down a few places. He's even more welcome here. We like, we like ruffians. <sighs> You know what I mean? We like people who don't give a fuck. But do you think, is he going to burn down your place too, though? Is there any fear that he's going to burn like, down your you place know, too? When you play with fire, you, you you know, you get burned. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, it, it, it'll be what it'll be. I, I'm here for the ride. Philadelphia, uh, the Sixers haven't really been the apple of anybody's eye for a very long time. No. And so to be in the spotlight like this for a city like this, to have a chance of actually honestly winning this joint, I mean... I wouldn't really uh, call that a loss in our book. So we, we we having a good time, especially after we fucked up the Jimmy Butler shit. So, well, yeah, I, I could. Would you rather, as of right now, if you had the chance to re-sign Jimmy Butler when you could, or I tell you right now, you have James Harden. Which one? Like you, you. But again, I get, 20, you, I get 2017 James Harden, or do I get this James Harden? You get this James Harden. And I take that Jimmy Butler. I think that's fair. Um, you know I mean? Only, only in the sense of like attitude, right? Like Philly, Philly is a place that it, it it's going to take your attitude to really bring us out to get us on your side, and for for it to be the most enjoyable ride possible. You know what I mean? Like I would rock with Jimmy because mm -hmm. one season of Jimmy is all I need. If Jimmy leave after that, you know right. we're we're one bounce away from, you know. What was it? The final of these conferences, whatever, maybe. You know what I mean, like we we were there. That team, yeah, was second successful. round going to the yeah the conference yeah, finals. But that team was successful. So, but then the thing you you'd have to have Jimmy Butler on your team for multiple years, though. That's fine with me. Again, I like chaos. I thrive in chaos. I live in the shadows. That's not that's not hard for me. It's not hard for my city. You know, what I mean, we appreciate. Is it hard for Doc Rivers because he's the one that got the uh, <laughs> Doc Rivers, the one I worry about my, controlling that's the my chaos. <laughs> Not my <laughs> Listen, second round of playoff, when you're wondering why DeAndre Jordan is uh, guarding Giannis, that's when you'd be like, oh, my God. Doc Rivers' problem has become but see, that's the thing. my problem. There's two sides of the psychology to how we can understand fandom, right? Grounded actuality or delusion. We don't exist in, in, in anywhere more than those. No. 
right? Like if you <laughs> are a fan, you live within delusion or very sobering reality. If you are an Eagles fan, same thing. And so I'm grounded in the reality that the delusion that I picked is ridiculous. So nothing. Okay, nothing you opted hard. into it. You opted oh, into yeah. the delusion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that, that's the thing. I'm not confused by the die that we rolled. You know what I'm saying? Like when DeAndre Jordan is getting worked by Nicholas Claxton or some shit like, like that. Thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when 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 Georges Niang is getting moved out the paint by Yon, I, I'm not gonna be confused on what right. how could this be happening? Uh yeah. School uh, give me the uh, standings if you could. I need to see what what uh because Philly's currently two, but who is seven? Um, Horn, Hornets? No, Raptors. Raptors. Ooh. I don't want okay. those problems. I was gonna say, how you? That's a tough first round, first round matchup. So here's the thing: we would win, and we would win. I think pretty handily, right? But it's gonna be a very long six, and that's not what I want for my first round. Right? Yeah, so I like I got yeah for six games. We gonna win because nobody can guard Joel Embiid, but it's gonna be an ass with it. So I don't know how I necessarily want that. Yeah, that's when I was like, I, I much rather have a Cavaliers or something. No disrespect, but. For the first round, the first round, you're supposed to be just be warming up a little bit. I wouldn't want the, the like Raptors. I don't want to sleep, but like I, I did the five one. I mean the four one, you know what I mean? Like I I don't I don't need this to be easy because then y'all cakewalking into round two. Yo, know, yo, know, get your ass beat one game, maybe game three, walk back with a different attitude. Just talk a little gentleman sweet, toss them one. But the, okay, so second round, the Bucks. That felt I, like problem. I'm not afraid of anybody from Milwaukee. Oh, like, like no. in general, as a general, no, how I live my life. I, from the walk. I, I, I can't tell I you where I can't tell you where Sex Day is from or that he's a Bucks fan. You, I, I can't mean, tell you those. sorry for you. You got to be careful if you come to Milwaukee and talk like that. We got a lot of people Uh-oh. that'll defend the city. I don't think anyone has ever said you have to be careful when you talk about Milwaukee like that. Like, are you saying, like, no, listen, Milwaukee no got Milwaukee might got bodies, man. I no, 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 Milwaukee definitely has bodies. Definitely has bodies. But again, illusion and grounded reality. I know what Milwaukee is. I know what Philadelphia is. So I'm not scared of Milwaukee when I know what Philadelphia is. That's all I'm saying. You know what but I mean? But the Giannis you got shooters. Well, for sure. But the, the, the Giannis portion. That's, that's Greek. That's Greek. <laughs> oh, you mean basketball. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. No, nah, listen. I mean, if we're talking that, that boy was in the, uh, the military. So I'd tell you, yeah, I'd be uh, riding with the Greek there over anybody. He was in the army. Um, yeah. Him and his brother. What do you, um, you, you, you think we get enlisted to when we start in the trenches? That's a different conversation. I'm not uh, afraid of Giannis either. Oh. I'm not afraid of Giannis either. I feel like that's a famous last. I feel like Jimmy Butler said that. Uh, it was a, a last before they got a uh, gentleman swept. Yeah, uh, right into now, the summer. I will, say, I will say I do respect Giannis a lot more than I did before last season. Um, yeah, I no, that's he. Yeah, he got the title belt right now. Like until somebody yeah, takes yeah, it, he, he got the title belt. That. And that was very like no matter what you think about Giannis in the future, right? No matter what you think about his actual game, no matter what you think about if he really has a bag of tricks, anything like that, he bullied an entire team by himself on yeah. one leg. I will give you respect for that. I might not think that you are an actually, you know, an actual talent well player in the sense of like how you play the game of basketball. You don't but think Giannis talented? Physical imposing force don't matter. I mean, it don't matter when you're seven feet tall. 
when you can do what he does on the basketball court, it don't matter if you're like as talented of a basketball player as Kyrie Irving or Devin Booker or somebody like that. You know what I mean? It, it don't matter. You're here to win. Yeah, the that's kind of part, it, like Kyrie's like, listen, if I was seven foot, I wouldn't had to become this talented. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I'm I'm closer to the ground. That's the hope. Giannis is like, nah, like I'm I'm just going to dunk on you and I'm going to yeah, do it man. again. Uh, the talent is that he's big. The talent is that he's dominating. The talent is that you can't do shit with him. It don't matter if he knows or or can really execute in the same way, maybe like Joel Embiid or Jokic or anybody can do that, right? You can't be him, and that's the talent all its own. I was gonna say the, uh, yeah, because again, it goes to I don't need to execute as much when you can't stop. Like I would go to bag, I would go to trick number two if you could stop trick number one. Yeah, and nobody last year stopped trick number one. Is that um, the one thing? Tyrese Halliburton said this to me uh, the other day after practice. He said one of the things that he loves most about Chris Paul is that Chris Paul, when he gets into certain coverage on offense, whether it's a pick and roll or whatever they're running for the Suns, and he's done this for years, is that if he can beat you off of one thing, every time coming back down the floor, he's going to beat you off the same thing over and over yep. and over and over and over again until you can stop what he does. Yep. Because the talent isn't just like i can run this better than anybody else the talent is that i know every counter i know every move i know every you know what i mean and so the science of that was was, was really interesting to me when he told me that but like again if you can't stop trick one it's not gonna make a difference i don't think philly can stop trick one no, no they can't at all if, if they come up in the series i don't think they can stop trick one they can stop trick one I I'm I'm going to enjoy beating the Sixers in the playoffs a lot more than I planned uh -oh. on now. I might uh -oh. get back into basketball now. I, I you back <laughs> the just when I I might wait, hold on. I'm changing uh oh I'm changing I'm putting the Bucks hat on. Play no <laughs> playoff school? Change his hat. Man said it's time. You don't uh you done done it now, Tynes. I'm putting the Bucks out on mid show. I don't. I don't know if the Bucks charged are going to lose another. I don't know if they're going to lose another game now. They're they're charged gonna, up. They're going to lose by forty next time they're, they play. <laughs> the, Bucks like the Bucks team. In the Timberwolves like the, jersey is a choice. I do like the it's, Bucks team. Like, if they played anywhere else that wasn't Milwaukee, I think I would probably respect them a lot more. But like, I love Drew Holiday. I like Chris Middleton a lot. You know what I'm saying? I like the construction of the team. Just don't fuck with Milwaukee that much. What did what did What's Milwaukee the, what, ever did, do? Yeah, yeah, what did they? What did Milwaukee do to you? Because I don't have any. Yeah, but I don't. Have you been there? No. I think I've been to the hangover. Like I don't. I had a, a layover, then a hangover. Um, but I, it's no beef. Yeah, they haven't done anything bad to me. What's the, what's the beef? It's not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a beef. It's not a beef per se. I think there are certain pockets of fans on the internet who annoy me a bit more than others, and I think Midwestern fans, Milwaukee, Utah, etc. Just a nasty taste in y'all mouth and y'all think y'all could talk to somebody trying there. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just ain't for me. It just ain't for me. I think me. this is this is for sure like the Spider-Man. This is like because they they looking at Philly and then Philly's looking at Milwaukee. But that's the thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel like yeah, that's the thing. It's we don't, two we sides don't really, of the same coin. We don't really give a fuck about anybody though, right? No, and that's our that's thing. Not like, that's not true. That's not true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. I have, so I have, so here's the I have Philly here's fans the in my mentions constantly, all so the, the time. Still, still. Twitter's not. Twitter's not real life. And the white people that y'all find on Twitter 
who talk as if they are the soul and core of what a Philadelphia fan is, is nowhere close to who we actually are. Okay. And it's nowhere indicative of who we actually are. Here's the thing that I find. The thing that I find. Y'all got to work on y'all's PR, yeah. man, because they doing a lot of the, they making y'all look, they doing, they doing a lot of work. You don't got to work on no PR. You know why? Because the beauty of our city is that a lot of us move in pockets and droves that is not concerned with a lot of what folks say about us. Because we've been the bad guys, we've been the ugly guys, we've been the horrible guys for our existence as fans. So we've until learned ben, until Ben Simmons out. is like, I don't want to be here no more, man. We've learned to tune out a lot of this shit. Now, don't get me wrong. We deserve some of this because our white boys are genuinely crazy. <laughs> They're nuts. Man. I mean, right? yeah, I was gonna say, like, yeah. points are made. Yeah. Listen, Delco, uh, it's one of those things like I, I should know some of those places. I'm not from I, why do I know what yeah. Delco is? Because yeah, I've heard stories. It's nuts. They nuts. They, they are legit for sure nuts. They deserve all that. But I think it's a little bit different when you grow up in the real side of the city with the real fans who've been passionate, who don't get seen, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like those folks is, you know, that's my family. That's who I grew up with. That's who I talked to. Those are not the people on Twitter. They have completely right. different opinions about how Philadelphia sports are seen, how people care about our city. You know what I mean? We're not the people who get the voices in these stages. And right. so we, you know, when I go home and talk to who I think are real fans, it's completely like different. Yeah, it's night and day. On the internet, yeah, you know I mean, right. and so I always find it very interesting to watch who is representative of our city, and then who the real people of our city are. What I do find though, when I travel, especially, and I go out with people who are supposed to be indicative of these different cities, these pockets of fans, etc. Mm. Some of y'all who make noise uh -oh. on Twitter look exactly like the city. Look exactly <laughs> like the city. It's the exact same feel as the city. You know what I mean? There's no like what, what what city. You don't say name, but what like what city? Utah fans, man, is oh, Boston no. fans, man. I, I was I was gonna say I, we might all be linking hands here. We were talking about Utah fans earlier. Um, yeah, we I think we roast Utah fans like every show. They somehow catch much. a barb every. Uh, wait, did you say you was out in Utah with Utah people? I ain't say that. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> thank God. Um, yeah, now ball. I mean Boston. That's that's a given. I, every single fan base. It's the exact same, and none of them realize it. None of them realize I it. I don't think Milwaukee is as indicative as the internet. I will say that. Um, I think I a lot of y'all, but I do think there is a good small little pocket of Milwaukee Bucks fans who are not the fans that we usually get, like a lot of the annoying fans that we usually get on Twitter. But mm. I do agree. With you. I think a lot of us are the same. Oh, for brothers. sure. Or same brothers, would, rather. I'll say, and I ask you, I feel like the Boston fans I know like the online has been representative of the offline like that, sure. that, no, 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 that no. that's a that's a one-to-one -one correlation i feel like the online is actually much lighter than what the offline is the, I, offline, yeah. the offline is much more yeah the online is like the pg uh pg 13 they scale it down a little bit but no boss that that's a city where that like no that tracks that tracks um Hey, I mean, other cities like that now. Jam's not He's here like, to defend Boston fans right now. Jam would say Boston fans are oh. good people. I, I when I go home, I talk to good Boston fans. Yeah, I, Jam. I ain't met none. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Jam lied to my face before. Uh, the chat mm -hmm. saying Boston much worse than Philly. McMahon can't believe he called a straight. He don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, I mean, Coley, what? he's tweeting with some spite last night. And pretty much every play of the game, he like Marcus Smart would pass, and he would tweet, like, I was told Marcus Smart can't pass to the left. <laughs> <laughs> he was on one. Listen, the C tier, this all comes from yesterday. We did point guard tiers, and I put Marcus Smart 
in the C tier. Uh, okay. Well, where, where, where else are you supposed to be? That's what we. That was the entire oh, point. Oh, 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 oh. Who's above him? How many? How many? Uh, yeah. Tiers? Do you do you got the uh, oh, yeah, tiers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let me find it. Let me find it. Yeah, we uh, we had him C tier, and it, it was the craziest thing. Only people with like Boston in their background or Avi or name like Larry Bird forty five or some shit. They were the only ones that was like, Dude, he can't be C tier. Everybody else was like, no, oh, he's C tier. Um, All right, what we got? Here we here? go. Here we go. These are our tiers. The criteria is you what you've done. What's that? Yeah. Um, what you've done so far this year and going into only next year. So five years from now, 10 years from now, don't matter. 10 years ago. All right. All right. Don't Luke, matter. That's that the criteria. First? Is that Luca first? It, yes. The num it the tier is more important than the order. You got Luca on the S tier. So it's it's what you done did plus what you finna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year and next year. What about the year before? No, out of right. out of there, right. out of there. Death so this Luka. is where we have Marcus Smart C tier. Trade, I'm gonna read the trade Dame. What we got? Darius, uh, Darius Garland, Drew. Van Vliet, Hello. Drew Lamelo, Dejounte Murray A tier. Who this? Who the light skin boy right here? B tier, Cade, Maxi, oh, Lonzo, Lowry, Tyrese, uh, De'Aaron. C tier, Josh Giddy, Conley. Marcus, Marcus Smart, and D'Angelo Russell. Those were the most. I'm not gonna hold I got. You. I'm not gonna hold you. If I'm like Conley, Giddy, well, not Giddy, but if I'm Conley and D'Lo, I might feel disrespected. He might have to go a tier lower. Smart like, should be a tier lower. Fine, you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't be mad. Well, uh, well, you're saying wait, Smart should be a tier lower, or D'Lo and Conley should be a tier lower. No, like smart should be a tier lower, but like this, oh, is, fine. Boy. this is fine. Like this is fine though. You know what I mean? That's why I was like, I thought this we were being pretty. I thought we were pretty, pretty fair. This, this is very generous to Marcus Smart. It's very nice to Marcus Smart. The people didn't think so. We were told um, he could fight. That we we were told he's scary. So yeah. Oh yeah. You've been the Marcus Smart besides Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum. I think I think every single felt, uh, Celtics fan, they're all because we posted this yesterday, oh, and it was like uh, Celtics fan is anyway. Listen, it's fine. It, it was would you show this? Would you show this list to him? It was like I would love to show. What's this he list. supposed to do? He's supposed to hit you with a chair? He, like, he's going to kill. He, he would stab me. He would stab me dead if I showed him a list. What, like like, like who do y'all think these people are? That's my. <laughs> Uh, and it was multiple, oh, and that's oh, why I was like, this... smart that he's the C tier NBA point guard. He might fuck you up. I mean, <laughs> he might. Yeah, no, no jury would convict him. Um, oh, and that's man. just, how, yeah, that's how what happened to him. How did he die, man? He had Marcus Smart C tier, man. C tier, C tier. They I cut his head know. off. But like, but like, who's actually gonna argue you down about this? Like, who who is out here being like Marcus Smart is one of the fifteen best point guards in the NBA? Listen, let me see some ads in here. Look, H Moreno right there. Uh, like Coley no, talk not, again. Who's it? Coley. Will yeah, we're. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Coley gonna tell me Marcus Smart's the greatest Celtic in history. Um, like not even point. He's like he should be a, a S tier Celtic. I, I saw the word generational point guard used last night. That's from a, from Marcus Smart, I said I think it was a Celtic specific generational point who, guard. Who was he? Was he guarding one? No, that was, it was who he was guarding a uh, step or somebody. Like it, who's who? It was used to describe the man himself. And that's where it's like I don't like, I don't know a whole lot about Marcus Smart. He seemed like a decent enough guy, Listen. but then when it's, when when the have you talked to him? Have you interviewed Marcus Smart? 
I, I've run into Marcus Smart once or twice. I have Did he beat you up? Did he kill you? What happened? He did not kill me. <laughs> uh, as I am still, you know what I mean? Again, I, I've been in a Boston Celtics locker room before. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a crazy thing. I just don't. No. Flower Mound, Texas. Nah, man. I mean, look, he's definitely a tough dude. He gets his job done. I would always For love sure. to have Marcus Smart on my team. For I don't sure. think he's a bad basketball player at all. I, I agree. Just, also think that Tyrese Maxey is a better basketball player than him. I don't think that's super crazy. Again, as the t- as the tears reflect, and everyone loved the tears except for Marcus Smart and D'Angelo Russell fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Those were the two. And and Trey, there was okay. I ask, should Trey be S tier? No. Okay. Should Ja be A tier? No. Okay. Ja, why would Ja go down? That's the argument was that, that they that they should be the same. Like oh, the wait, job wait, wait, and Trey right, right, right. in the future and shit too. Okay, wait, wait. Yeah, so again, uh, this year, next year. Basically, should Ja and Trey be the same? Wait, does Trey get to be on another team? No. This is all yeah. It's, you, it's still super no. Still super no. Um I think if it's Trey Young and John Morant right now, I think you would be a fool not to want John Morant over Trey Young. The tears disagree. And again, they they was yelling like we had like we had Trey D tier. Like we had, yeah, him the, 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 we, we had him the 28th best point guard in the league. Um, I was like, no, nah, just point guard in the league. It's just, I don't know, man. I see a guy who is willing to die on the floor for his beliefs. I think when you are somebody who's hardwired that way, that's the type of player I would rather have. I, hmm. I, it's obviously that Trey is not hardwired that way, right? right. Like, it's not really like he don't care about basketball. It's to say that John Morant is that fucking dude. Like, like, like there's an argument John Morant is the best point guard in the league this year. I don't understand how that's super crazy, but listen. People would say I think the people that were argue, would agree with that, but they would be like, "And Trey still has to be right there with them." That was the case, so that's why I was like, that's "Okay, Trey if they're the same, yeah." I was like, "Okay, if they're the same, does one need to go down?" I was like, "No, does Trey need to move?" I think if anything, Trey would move up, not jo- not anybody moving down. Yeah, no one would move down. Trey would move. Yeah, up. nobody. If anything, Trey would would bump up, and then. Yeah, Dame, Garland, of Van Fleet, Drew. Of everybody on this A tier, if I had to pick somebody for the future, first of all, I think I want Darius Garland more than I want Trey just to begin with. Garland um, Cole, man. Second of all, I think of all these dudes, my answer is probably Drew. But if I have to pick somebody as far as like longevity, it's DG or it's Deontay because they're younger. They got more of a combined, you know, all together package. Like I love Lamelo. Lamelo can't play defense right now though. So no. Nah. Could Lamelo be this great when he's twenty nine? Yeah, probably. He could probably be the best star out of all these people by the time he's twenty. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the case because I think Dejounte's like twenty four, twenty five. Lamelo's like twenty. So the case Lamelo's for Lamelo, yeah, the case is that he's even this close at that age. Uh, yeah, like I mean, Lamelo. The idea, or at least the argument for LaMelo, is that he's going to be in the S tier in the next three years. Like right? soon, yeah. I think sure. people who like Trey can easily be mad that Trey is not in the S tier. I think that I think it's more than an argument that you'd be mad if Trey's not in the S tier. Um, I think of the guys on the A tier, if I'm picking somebody, mm-hmm. I would pick DG or I would pick Deontay. I would be less quick to pick Deontay. But I do value some level of defense. DG ain't, he don't got straps like that. But what nah. he can do offensively is closer to that Trey realm. So I don't know. I, yeah, it's like it's he's hard. he's in the Trey mold, but 
yeah. like a little bit bigger and a little bit more athletic. Like that's what you. Oh, maybe not, has a bigger bag too. No, like he's I. I mean, he didn't play in college, so I didn't see. And the first his rookie year just wasn't. I was like, I don't see it. But then I guess sometime like middle last year, I was like, oh no, it's coming together. Like he's shooting off the dribble, like from far away. He's a like a really good passer, and he yeah, just so runs. Dame the, he last year in here too. I think if Dame wasn't hurt this year, Dame would be in S tier. Yeah, I agree. Same. Like that was really the only thing that knocked him because the injury. Like he played. He probably never should have just played this year. Is what it seemed like. I think I no. just saw he he's not coming back this year. He was hurt in the Olympics, so I don't think he was ever hurt or excuse me, was ever healthy. But I do think he would get the S. Um, of the top of this A tier, like the three. The three at the top, which is basically you, you, you're a top ten point guard. Is Trey, is Dame, and in the future is oof. In the future of like, of DG, Fred, Drew, Deontay, and Lamelo. If I'm picking one for the future, it's Lamelo. Like he, had, to me, he has just the highest ceiling of all these dudes. Yeah, of what he can eventually be. You know what I mean? Right. If I'm picking somebody and I'm going safe. It's probably DG. If I'm going picking somebody, I'm like, you're going to be the face of my franchise. It's Lamelo. Yeah, I'll go Lamelo there. Um, okay, B tier. What thoughts on B tier? Cade, Cade, Maxi, Lonzo, Lowry, Halliburton. But it's not going to matter because I'm not watching Detroit Pistons games um, until they make me. I believe in Dwayne Casey. I super believe in Dwayne Casey. I hope he makes me watch Detroit Pistons games more than I have this year. Um, I don't see it though. I think Cade. I, I'm in on Cade. I'm with you. I, I think he's going to be that's like man. I I hadn't planned on it. But yeah. K got 32 in the third quarter, man. Like, I think he's going to be that I guy. Got a real good homeboy from Detroit, and they, they fucking with Kate out there. I'm t- they love him, man. He wear the buffs. He yeah. out there with Commander Dale Brown. Like, he yeah. and I sound like he, that, yo. You come yeah, to he's he embracing it. He's you like actually come for sure. Come 100%. Max is a star. Um, Correct. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what Maxi's ceiling is, to be honest with you, because I think last year when he was 19 and we knew he was good, just knew he was better than his draft position, right? Definitely. This year, he's taking a turn that is just nuts. Um, so it's, I don't even know what he's going to become because he could become something bigger than I think everybody's imagination. Yeah, I uh, think if you, if you look at maybe anybody on here, 365 days ago to right now, he yeah. might have taken the biggest jump. Yeah, I'm not, I think Lonzo will be this good. But I think it's a compliment to be this good and maybe be this good for like another five years. Like I don't think Lonzo's yeah. gonna like be an A tier. Like B tier, yeah, B tier is not a knock. Yeah, Lonzo's a good yeah. player. Is Bull next to him? Who is? Uh, Lowry, Kyle Lowry. Lowry. That's Lowry. Oh well, Lowry thirty four. That's my dog though. But like you know, you know Kyle, Kyle thirty four. Um, Tyrese Halliburton is special, man. He's special. He don't jump oh, when he's too low. Plays. So do we have him too low? Nah, you don't. Um, <laughs> Hon- listen, honesty. That's honesty. If, if anybody is jumping into A tier from this list, though, it's Maxi. It's it might be Fox, but I feel like the Kings got voodoo on their side, so you never know if he's actually going to be good forever. You can never trust in that organization. Um, no, but as I think of, like, K can get. I think K can get to S. To be honest, I think I think he has that kind of potential. He could get to S, bro. I think I don't think anybody else on B. Like I love Tyrese. I think he could get to A. I don't know about S. He can get to A. Tyrese can definitely be like mid tier to high tier A at his very very best. Yeah, I don't which know. Is again, a great player, but again, S tier. We talking like first team All NBAs. Like A could get MVP. to uh, S tier. 
I think Maxi is going to be an A tier guy. I don't know if he'll, he'll. I don't think he'll ever get to S tier as of today. Everybody else, you know what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. C. Giddy. I don't. Have you, I don't know how much Giddy you've seen. He. I I've think he's after the year hurt now. He's tough. I, I, I'm good. He is though. Oh Look, man. That's not for me though. But he's tough. True. Okay. Me. Yeah. No. I'll take the Giddy stock. Conley. I like, but I mean, he's he long in the tooth, man. Teeth are so long. <laughs> um. I mean, but he's then, not going. He's not going. He's always been a B to C tier yeah. type of point guard. He's not going up at this point. No. Um, Marcus Smart's on. I mean, the Marcus Smart truthers in the chat going to say Marcus Smart got S tier potential. But they potent, They think he's there now. They think he's tier like right, like right now. Um, it's like it, should, it should be the Smart, smart tier. Uh, whiskey. Um, he, he can get to the top of the B tier. That's possible for Marcus Smart. Top of the B tier. But it ain't. Um, there's, there's just no way. I feel I, like I, he kind of is what it is, which is a fine player. Um, but if you're going, I just, how high can you get when you just are not going to shoot better than like 32% from three? Like, how, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Hit me. Sexy, yeah, you could, you could, you could dive in if you need to. Do y'all think, would you rather have Patrick Beverly or Marcus Smart? Do you think Marcus oh. Smart is another version of Patrick Beverly? No, I would, I would rather Marcus have Marcus Smart. Smart. Version of Patrick Beverly? I'd rather say I think like if they're of the similar mold, I think like his size and he's a, like a much better passer. I'd rather have Marcus Smart. I yeah, mm-hmm. I would rather have Marcus Smart. I think he's. Would you, you would take now. I'll say that Pat Bev can shoot though, so that Pat, it's not nothing because Pat Bev is a career good three point shooter, and Marcus Smart is not. He plays like a foot taller than he is. That means a little bit to me. Smart, yeah, yeah you would go. Do you think that he's the best version of Pat Beverly though? Like, like if Pat Beverly was ever like actually nice, not like oh defense, <laughs> right. and I'm gonna put a battery in everybody on my team backs nice, right? Like, like what's gold, <laughs> gold edition, gold card, uh, Pat Bev, diamond, uh, diamond card, yeah. Pat Bev, <laughs> diamond, <laughs> Pat Bev. Yeah, I would say I would say he's probably I'm... like the better, better Pat Beverly. I would say better, but bar. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say pink diamond. I would say better, but not pink diamond. Mm. I was like, if, if Pat Bev is like, if it, Pat Bev is the bronze, I think Marcus Smart is. You want to go? Yeah. Silver, you can go, but not diamond, not pink diamond, no color diamonds. Um, C tier. Mm. C. Uh, De- any D'Angelo it's thought? It's people. The best, best we gonna get from Marcus Smart ever. That's what you're saying. Which is not a bad thing. He gonna make mm-hmm. all defense this year. He's starting point guard for. One of the hot, the hottest team right now. Not a bad thing. You don't don't got to lie about that. You don't got to make nobody feel good saying shit like that. Oh, listen, no, these are the facts. Do I think it's gonna mean anything in the playoffs? Not so much. But as of as of this second, they are one of the hottest team. I still don't think they as a chat saying they take Reggie Jackson, and you think in the right way. You think in the right way with my brain going. Like Reggie Jackson actually good at basketball. So, I mean, I was gonna say Reggie Jackson can't shoot, but Reggie Jackson don't know that. Like Reggie Jackson, Reggie. Now he got he's. Is he the leading score? Like with Paul George, he might be the leading score for like a playoff team, which is like not insignificant. Like, but, but like a fake playoff team. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, man. When you were at your top two and you still ahead of uh, the, the Lakers, though. Eh. <laughs> That's true. Listen, play, hey, listen, uh, Tyron Lue doing work out there. So I got to give him at least real playoff uh, vibes for T. Lue. Uh, D. Russell, only Minnesota fans were like, he's too high. I'm, you know what? I'm. I'm hurt because I really had a soft spot for D. Russell when he came out. I think we all—well, I'm not gonna say all because y'all are some haters—but I, I had a soft spot for D. Russell. 
came out. I had a soft spot. That, that boy, whew, God, he could. Pass. I did I like he get. Him. He was a he great passer, great shooter, and he's like six five six, like a bigger point guard. I just and, don't think I've ever yeah. gotten the vibe that he wants to like be better at basketball than he is, and that's okay. Mm. If I was as good at basketball as he was, I would also be super. That's upset. He's living a great like you know. What I'm I think he signed four for one forty. You know what I mean? And whenever it comes up again. So, again, if you're playing the D'Angelo Russell uh, uh, cosplay, it's like things are going pretty well. Like, I could. You get to wear wear weird Doc Martens with Nike sweat socks. You know what I'm saying? You get to be on slam covers. Your team is good in spite of you and because of you. Your home, like, his best friends are, are Cat and Booker. So it's one of those like if we're out and about, hey, I, I'm not picking up this check. I'm it's out. Also, uh, every, everything about you makes sense. Your best friends is is Cat and Dev Booker, which you know, dope dope dudes. But like, I think it says something about you if that's your people's. Like that's your number one people's. Um, what does what does it say though? Because Devin Booker was yelling at people to uh, shut up, pussy, last night. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't actually believe that though. Well, I mean, you know, you know, no. I will say, even though Devin Booker does. I think there's a lot about Devin Booker I might not agree with, but Devin Booker did run up on them dudes in that apartment De- complex for Tyler Ulis when he was about to get kidnapped and stuff. Oh, listen, Devin Booker's oh. down for the squad now. Uh, Look, Devin Booker can come from come kick it with the homies. You know what I mean? Yeah, now Devin Booker uh, has mine in full Nelson. I said, damn, he really wanted to. I was like, you you already got paid, but you don't have to do Booker this shit no more. Like he had the blicky under the bed. Like I was like, oh, oh I didn't expect this out of your character. Okay. I say this. He's mm-hmm. from Mississippi. It's either he, I think he was born in Mississippi, pops from Mississippi. So Obviously. the Blicky being yeah, the Blicky being close would not surprise anyone. Um, sexual sexual uh James. Where where is uh Devin Booker from? Look, look um, let's look this up. Devin yeah, it's, Booker. It's one of it's Michigan or Miss one of those like born in Michigan, moved in Mississippi, or born in Mississippi, moved in Michigan. One of let's see. That's why I need and the order matters too. Devin Armani. That's uh, a strong name. Woo! Devin Armani. He wasn't going to be anything but the all-star basketball player, man. I wouldn't even go by Booker. Grand Rapids, Michigan. So he was born there. Grand Rapids ain't no play play. Born and raised, it says. So what? Okay. Then moved to Mississippi. Okay, that's tough. So yeah. High school. So he was forged in Grand Rapids and then Uh. dropped into Mississippi. (laughs) Like just, he could withstand. he could withstand war crime. Like you could just put him in thirty degree below weather. He's like, man, I've seen it all, dog. And, and I would take that over Flower Mound, Texas. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Oh, is boy, I the, uh, the Flower Mounders are gonna get you. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we. I think we got to do a boots on the ground in Flower Mound. I think we need. I, just, I want to. That's a, that sound like five a.m. in uh in Toronto. Shit, that's <laughs> boots on the ground in flower, and I went and look. If maybe I get my ass kicked, maybe I don't. But I I need I need to see for myself. I feel like of all the Texas towns where I might get fucked up at, I don't know if Flower Mound is hitting that top twenty five. It that's why again when people are putting in the chat, it was like, hey man, y'all don't know how tough he he's from Flower or, Mound, and, I, and or, I said, what does that mean? Top twenty five. It's like between twenty and twenty five. Hmm. What is this the what's the Flower Mound uh this is their website Tribune? <laughs> this is their um, website. I was gonna see okay. what they had on it. They you don't got have some horses. Like oh, okay. That's what you this, this what you fucking with. This is the slums, baby. So yeah, nah, look, you don't want to be caught out there at night, man. 
You don't want to be caught out here in these beautiful plains. You don't want to be caught out here in this nice shopping center. Don't let me catch you in these rolling hills, man. Uh, Grab you at the duck derby. What how to go up the duck derby? (laughs) See that shit. Special event, the Flower Mound River Walk, and then the first of all, you, I know you fucking lying. It ain't it ain't no special events down there. Click I that. We need that. this is what we need to go. We need to go to the Flower Mound River Walk. I'm, I'm looking. I need, um, I need to know. I need to know if there is like a black flower mound. Not like not like the regular shit where everybody else be. Like where right. where's the segregation at? I want to see if you've been through some shit. Y'all, y'all that, well, it's got there's like for every flower mound, there's a, a, a opposite, right? That's the I one mean, you're looking it, for. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I where, got where, you. Yeah, <laughs> well, someone said Marcus Smart's high school had a pool on the roof. So what the fuck? <laughs> 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 but that, what you want? that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean it, nothing. No, that's what I'm saying. It didn't. It might have been some bodies floating in their pool. Um, <laughs> it is. It's just one of those things. Like, yeah, but you, they got a tough lacrosse team, man. It's, you don't want to try. Uh, I think Mo Bamba went to West Town outside of Philadelphia, and West Town is a school that has an observatory. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's 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 really like that. You know what I mean? So right. I won't. You could just be on a on a fake hoop scholarship. To, uh, That's what I, I was like. Okay, is he from here? Or did he go to you know school I mean? here? Right. He might be right, from. Right. Port Arthur or some shit. I don't know, but they were like, nah, but man. See, but, see, but that's a good call out because you know you know where I ain't trying to go? Port Arthur, no. Beaumont, Vidor. That's what I'm I saying. If they was like, yeah, hey, man. Triangle, that little Southie. Mm-mm, keep they said, hey, man, he's from PA. I said, oh, okay. This, All right. this is the varsity basketball court at Flower Mountain High nice. School. Yes. That nice. That, but they got the double flag and the Texas flag big as a bitch. Sexual JJ, look up um where he from. Look Those up where he's from. Short. I think I think he was I think he's a flower mounder uh through and through. But like if I was to see Marcus Smart in a picture with like a gaggle of white children on, on this on this type of situation, it would be like looking at Obama on those old high school basketball mm, Hawaii. Old Hawaii shits. Yeah. Oh, like, his, that's what I think I'm about to see. His high school has a Wikipedia page, actually. Ooh. Let's uh, Edward S. Marcus. Okay. What's, what the uh, you know, elite racist. I was just, <laughs> yeah, what the uh, like a Robert E. Lee compatriot was he uh 16 students per class. It says only 3,000 oh, wow. people enrolled. Wow. The slums. Hell. Wow. The Marauders. They got a, the ninth grade center? I mean, it's Texas, though, bro. Like, like it's just big out there. You, y'all probably just got this, you know, yeah. off of the whatever. You know, this, this, this might be just like bigger than several campuses. Cowboys facility. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Maybe some money go- flew out the limousine from Jerry, and y'all got a little center. Yeah, this might be Jerry got a uh, the the kid that Jerry didn't want to claim graduated from here, so Jerry just like I just happened to give a hundred thousand for a new gym or some shit. You know what I mean? This is this I got a, this is a beautiful center. Wow, this, this is gorgeous, dog. Sexual Jumanji. Um, did you find out where he from? Um, I think that's he, it was Mound, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Mound. Yeah, I think, I think he's born and raised. That's he's a where, that's he's where it starts. Oh, good for him. All right, that's his mother's side. Um. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's just. Yep, that's uh, where it starts. Flower Mound. That's it. I think right. we got to add C tier uh, to his career highlights. Born and raised Flower Mound. Is that an epitaph oh. that came up? Is that that's 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 the town sign? It looked like that. Uh, yes. Was it? Yeah. Uh, was on actual. Right. That's a, yeah, that's we like the welcome Flower Mound. That's not white to tell us about the streets. What the, I just thought the demographics from his high school was seventy percent white. Uh. 
again, we can't, we can't, we can't speak on that. You know, no, for I mean? sure. But so, what, what's the demographics for the city? Do we got um, that on this page? Let's, let's see, see somewhere. demographics. Here we go. Media, me, what this? Matt Schultz. Shout out, shout out to you, brother. Median household income and in, one hundred thirty-nine. Lordy. Uh, Eighty-three okay, so percent white. Eighty-three white, three black, point one native, eight Asian, and okay. This is a town in Texas with only 2% Hispanic or Latino people. That yeah. feels on purpose. That feels what on his, purpose. What did his daddy do? What did his daddy do? What, 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 his, what, like, what Did they sell oil? What what they do? <laughs> um, oil baron. Uh... <laughs> what was y'all doing for a living? How y'all find y'all way to Flower Mound? I know black folks, we can find our way anywhere, but it, Billy Frank. Get up. I don't know how y'all got over here. Just... Okay, here we go. Are we getting to the, the root of this? Wait, what? That's probably a lie. That's probably the bullshit that happened after the white boy called him out his name and he had to slap the shit out. He pushed him. One, yeah, I, was, I could have been dead. Face, you know, so um, it might just be some propaganda. Um, I, still, I think. Yeah, what the rage burned inside him like a seething cancer. Hey, <laughs> no, it says his cancer. Cancer oh, overtook one Oops. older brother, and cocaine almost destroyed another. Okay. So, well, I'll say this: if you're gonna nope. tell me. Tell me this. Don't tell me he's from Flower Mound. He had a tough yeah, upbringing. Tough. I, I get it. Yeah. He had a tough go of it. I get it. Um, we all did, more, more or less. Like, you know what I mean? He sought to inflict pain, inflict others with the that pain. That don't tell me shit about Flower Mound, though. You know what I mean? That, and, that was, and, and that was my whole thing. Like, I'm not sure why. Yeah. I still need uh, to know how we got the Flower Mound. I'm sorry this this happened to you for sure. Um Definitely. But like they they got sticks and drums and flower mount or no? Like what's up? It's a very simple question. They, Wait, what? How, they man? leaped over a second story railing. What? What? Dude, they oh were, yeah, go back there. What? What? <laughs> Dude, they they wanted to. They, this he is to inflict others. What? What? what you find out Marcus Moore was a serial killer. Is that why people telling me? But hey, man, nah, he, yeah. this should need to be a Netflix story. I mean, it says here, Marcus and a friend stuffed their pants pockets with rocks and waited on the second floor of the apartment complex looking for a target with a pulse. What the fuck? Sexual Jumanji, I don't know what side of the internet you brought us on, dog. And you're really comprehension. I need you to move a little quicker. This is USA No, no, we got, no, we got to soak this in. No, we, yeah, we soaking this I in. I, th I think I understand. Hold on. Spotting a man on a... They hold on. They unleashed rocks? And celebrated with high fives and laughs after the pelting knocked the man to the. So they just took a bunch of rocks. And threw smart. I am so sorry, brother. It seems like we have made a miscalculation. You are S tier. I don't know how anybody could have could have thought otherwise that you wouldn't be S tier. Maybe um, I, I don't, don't want to smoke. I don't. I don't need you coming past my crib with rocks and sticks and drums. I apologize for any disrespect, brother. You know what I'm saying? I know Flower Mound is like Memphis these days. So you know what? That's my fault. That's my fault. I, I don't even go to the south side of Flower Mound after night. That's a fool's mission. You know what I'm saying? I um, just... Hold on. Marcus did not know that the man was a member of the Bloods Street Gang. And until he... is This this is a lifetime move. What is... <laughs> until he glanced back at the dimly lit roads, he did not know the what the object he held in his hand. A loaded gun. What is this story? And then he killed Marcus Smart. Also, there um, are bloods in 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 um our mouth. I, is this the right Marcus Smart? Is this a real story? Is this like fanfic? Is this like Celtics fanfic? I mean, it's from um, USA Today. So it is. Uh, I was gonna say so definitely. Um, I don't, we might have to go down the 
way hey, down mom. the Marcus Smart road tomorrow. Um, hey, what? Ever see Ch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Just what? imagine him doing... What? That's what? He said the sound of gunshots was similar to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay, Marcus, you got it. When you're an S-tier point guard, you can say whatever sounds like whatever... The... You can say whatever you want. You can say whatever... You can say whatever the fuck you, you want. want. Um, that'll do it for today, my <laughs> man <laughs> Tyler Hartines. What the, you just uh, the Halliburton, uh, Halliburton piece is good. What's next? Who, who, who are we talking to next? Vacation, brother. We talking vacation next. That okay. is the correct answer. You know what I'm saying well, I, people? We talking to vacation? Y'all out in these streets? Like COVID is over. I need to see a a, a secure island. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Listen, good luck. Find, you won't find one around these parts. Uh, Listen, I, I know where the Jets at. You know, they stock. They ready to go. I got my oil from Marcus Smart. We ready to rip and roll. There we go. Uh, fresh from Flower Mound to uh, San Tropez. Uh, Tyler Artines, thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody in chat, for joining us. School for pushing our buttons. We will catch everybody tomorrow. If you give us a five-star review wherever you are listening, thumbs up. Subscribe in the chat. You can yell at us tomorrow, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Out of the sexual Jumanji. <laughs>